What's happening everybody and welcome back to the True Gamer Podcast, a podcast hosted by two gamers for you, the true gamers. I'm one of your hosts, Eddie, along with my bro, the inverted gamer himself, Chefs. Bro, how are you, you doing today? I'm doing good. I just, I realized I didn't check if you were in focus. Yeah, I looked and, and then, I was like... <laughs> and then that I realized, I don't know if you've pressed record on the things. Have you pressed record? <laughs> well, they won't know if I haven't. And I won't know if we have or not until we finish this episode. So there we go. That's well, that. we got the audio going. So you asked for it. It's another on a black screen. Black totally script. planned. <laughs> Alpha's just like, yay! <laughs> Except if it's not, then then yeah, it's that. Now I'm pretty sure I hit record. Pretty sure I record. Fingers crossed. How you doing, bro? How I'm you- doing good, man. I'm doing good. Life's been okay. Uh, got a bit of gaming done yesterday. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 came out. My weeb. first. I know. Weeb. Look at this weeb in his weeb games. Vit has been giving me so much shit on Twitter. Good. So much. He's been relentless. The guy is nonstop, just constantly like, no, 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 no. You're not getting out of this. You're not getting out of this one. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna take it. He's kind of like, surely you lost a bet to Sheps or something. Surely you're I being held that. hostage in a bunker somewhere. Blink twice <laughs> if you need help. And I'm like, it's actually me. It's actually me. I, I chose um, to do this. Are you enjoying it? Is the oh, impression, mate. Good, mate. Benedicta, ten out of what? Well, Eleven out of ten, I should say. This is she just. Mm. I don't know any of the uh, current. She F-16 is a waifu. I'm just going to search that and see what you should be up there for sure. She's a, a dominant in the game in more ways than one. Uh, okay, she's, she's a dummy mummy. She's very, very much, and the energy she's given off is very dummy mummy. And I'm here for it. I have to say, I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> there was this isn't a spoiler, so I'll just I'll just go into it. There's a part of the game. This is like first three hours of the game. She's just standing at the edge of a castle. Okay, and then. Keep with me here. Keep with me here. Yeah. She just starts thinking about a time that she had sex with a guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then it stops and then the game continues. And I'm like, this would be a cool place to get railed. <laughs> like, oh, thanks, game. I'm like, wait, hold on a second. What? <laughs> Final Fantasy does strange things. Uh, that, that one's pretty weird. Yeah. But I mean, there are some odd there are some odd moments in Final Fantasy that's just a thing. I can believe it I can believe it I'm really looking forward to I mean you saw that fan project we're doing Weeb Talk be right back Weeb Talk um, you saw that fan stuff for the FF9 yes, remastered yes. type project that's all fan made um, which for the record I really appreciate everybody tweeting at me and letting me know about it trust me I know about it in fact I think we talked about it a couple of months ago I mentioned it I was talking about like yeah. here's a tweet there was like 45,000 retweets and stuff. Like, it's a really popular project. By the way, it looks amazing. But if either that gets remade and I have to pirate it, or um, they actually remake Final Fantasy IX, hoping you'll get to play it, because I think it's by far the best FF9, FF game out there. Um, and it would then make it new enough for you to actually play it. Mm. I was thinking, oh, you should play Final Fantasy X. And I'm like, wait, that actually came out on the PS2. And in my head, it's like, oh, no, it holds up. And it does hold up when you think about PS2 games. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just yeah. not, it just isn't the same. But um, I'm glad that you're doing a, a Final Fantasy. That's yeah. Cool. Um, as I said, like, I didn't know, for those of you guys that don't know, for those of you that live under a rock and listen to this podcast, um, I, I, I've never played a Final Fantasy game before. And I was never even interested in a Final Fantasy game before. Other than, I mean, all I ever heard was there's these ridiculously sometimes huge looking men. Mm. And then these thirst trap uh, women in them 
Yeah. And I'm like, cool, that's the end of that then. And I'm, I'm like... Thirst Trap Women <laughs> and Dudes with Big Swords, that's like... you. Right. That's Final Fantasy wrapped up. And this one doesn't deviate from that formula, but for some reason, maybe it was those big... There's like a Titan, there's like a Phoenix, there's these big like monsters. I was like, this looks amazing, and that just sucked me in. I'm just... I'm really here for it now. The intro, the music was god-tier. God-tier yeah. stuff. I was... I was like, oh my god, my ears, they're crying from the from how great this soundtrack is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um well unironically, I mean I haven't played Final Fantasy Nine this year, but Wames played it. Yeah. I caught some of his stream. And um I think he played like a somewhat touched up remastered not remastered, but touched up. Like version a modded version, maybe. Maybe. I can't I it felt like it had better textures than I remembered, and I remember it with like rose tinted glasses. Mm -hmm. Um but like you watch the CG for that, and it's like okay, it's a little rough. It looks like it's a triple B movie. You know, right. it's not it's not like Endgame, but like it it still looks good even today. And that's PS One. Um, Square Enix always pulled out the stops for the CG of that stuff. It's oh. anyway. I'm really glad you're getting to experience it. Yeah, it's been <coughs> pretty good, pretty good so far. I did a little stream of it. I mean, and I'm streaming on Kick as well. That's a that's a new thing that's happening. Um, yeah, how are you enjoying Kick? Because obviously. Uh, so, just quick aside to take the spotlight away from you. I was 100% planning to stream the, the, the setups already. Give them the excuses. Go on. <laughs> I played um, with Rob, friend of the show, played a few games of Apex, having the sort of everything running, trying it on the PC because I was going to mm. stream from the PC. Two games in, I'm literally drenched in sweat. Oh. And there was a point where, like, wet soap, I, like, squeezed the controller and it popped out of my hands. Oh. I was dripping in sweat. So, boys, uh, streams probably starting in September. Because <laughs> that was, like, I'm willing to suffer. Like, how much effort do we go to to make all this happen? Yeah, right? a lot, lot of effort. Um, I'm willing to suffer to, to make it happen. I'm not willing to actually pass away. Well, look, I'm... Because I'm, I'm a fake gamer. I'm not, I'm not dedicated, <laughs> that's why. I'm planning that maybe possibly in the budget we get... Uh, an AC unit up here. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, only half of it would be taken out from what we get from Patreon, and half it would be mine because yeah, yeah. I do use this place for myself and stuff like that. Um, oh, you mean like a wall-mounted thing? Yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. ones that like the unit's outside, runs off of mains yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, so it would be a full-powered one. And then maybe you can take this one and you can use that. Yeah, yeah. then we need enough Patreon money to afford my lecky bill. That, that's that, two lecky mm, bills running mm, AC. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. Mm, so mm, we'll work it out. We'll work it out, work yeah. it out. Boys... Where the donos, <laughs> but like I, I'm really looking forward to streaming. I want to do that, and at some point we'll probably fork out and get a second monitor so we can actually have Twitch chat or chat up. And because I was thinking, oh, I need one monitor, and I was like, I'm gonna have to do chat off my phone. Yeah, damn, didn't it, think about that. It gets really hard. Like just having that second screen is a world of difference. Yeah, yeah. It's so much that. I myself, and I'm sure a bunch of other content creators think the same thing. A third monitor. I need a third monitor. It's that. That's how it is. Yeah, like yeah. two is is good, but really, ideally, you want even three. And how you can make it work with one, I don't know how anyone does that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm streaming on on Kick. Uh, I started up a new new one there because there was a lot of momentum going there. It, this was about like a week before the big announcement that that. XQ, XQC, XQC, yeah, XQC. Yeah. I only know of his name. I don't know any of his content. Yeah, I don't know him either. But it was a week before that uh, announcement happened. And I was like, so technically I was the one that led everyone over to kick. Just just putting that out there. Just putting that out there right there. You like, blazed the trail, bro. Exactly. These guys are all sheep. They're following. That's what they I are. Mean, I mean, you're also known for having the best dates on your accounts. Right. 
Right. So your date's going to be early in XQCs. And if everybody goes over and checks Super Tuber Eddie Plays on YouTube, check the date that channel was created. Don't because do it. Don't do it. Just because don't. you you nailed it. Don't do it. Don't do you it. You nailed it. And I chose to do it. <laughs> you know, as a Muslim guy with Middle Eastern oh, no. blood, it was calculated and planned. You don't understand how bad that was the day that you I did that stream. didn't even realize it as well. And then no. it, people were like, oh, bruv. What it was was literally, I was meant to do it the day before. Yeah. And then I just, it slipped my, it, well, things, things happened slipped, in know, life. Like, and I was like, yeah. don't worry, I'll do it tomorrow. No one even knows the channel exists yet. Yeah. And then I did it the next day and they're like, you know, it's uh, September 11th. I'm like. Yeah, September. Why don't I know? Oh, it's 9-11. God damn it. God damn Any poop. Streaming in fairness, on. In fairness to you, it's actually 11-9. True. That's how real dates are done. Facts in the civilized world. That's right. Eleven That's nine. Right. Not. It's not a bad date at all. But anyway, streaming on Kick. Yeah. Decided to give it a go because um, it was right around the time that uh, Kick, sorry, um, Twitch started to announce a few not so great policies for creators. Yeah, and it, then when they've walked them back as well, they're like it's, it's half steps. They weren't even like walking them back. That's like the we'll issue. do this because to make you feel like you got a win, and then if you read what they do, it's like yeah, still get fricked. It was like it was something to do with um, if you are an affiliate or higher, then if you want to close your account, you have to pay fees to close your account, just not right. to not stream anymore. And it's like what? Why do I have to pay you to not do this anymore? Yeah. Like what? what I, that's just dumb. And also like whole point is so you can make a bit of extra money you're making money anyway you're taking half of whatever we make anyway yeah. so why am i paying you even more and, and also then they on the really small end of things that like people don't realize that you can only get paid out when you've hit a hundred dollars in in specifically in subs yeah, 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 yeah and that doesn't sound like too much but actually that's not easy for small content creators and we're not exactly. even that small i mean we're small in like the grand scheme but in terms of like I mean, we're, we're content creators at the level where our hobby pays for itself. Like, our mm. content pays for itself. Yeah. That's way above most content creators. Yeah. And, and like, we're not... We think we've been paid out from Twitch once. Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. It so. was around, like, conversations day we get paid a little bit. Because, right. obviously, we get some help yeah, yeah. there. Um, but, anyway, they did that. And then they announced, a, a, like, a, a remedy. They were like, look, we're going to give you a higher percentage cut. But you have to meet all these impossible requirements. Yeah, you like. have to be one of the top... You're basically to, to make that requirement you have to be one of the top one percent <laughs> and then they cap it which if you actually make that if you can achieve it you're well past it anyway yeah, like it, yeah it's, it's, so it's ridiculous yeah and uh, you probably got a private contract which you've negotiated and you probably got a better rate anyway yeah anyway it was right around that time and i was like People were mentioning Kick, and then Kick took advantage of it, and they were like, "Why don't you guys all just come over here? We do a ninety-five percent split with you guys." Is it? And I was like, ninety-five. I'm like, what's Boys, the? Boys, I'm becoming an apex streamer on Kick. Hey, give it a shot. They've got a decent community over there for Kick, uh, yeah, yeah. for um, Call of Duty and uh, Apex. Anyway, I've seen a lot of their uh, streamers. There's a lot of people there. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was like, okay, let me go check it out. And I mean, it it, it looks all right. The site isn't 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 twitch okay it looks like they ripped off twitch completely but it isn't fully twitch like making clips for example yeah it's a little bit cumbersome you there isn't right that'll now get better when the money comes in that's what i was saying yeah. everything all of this stuff is going to get better i assume with every website the more traction they get have youtube still hasn't got sub boxes right yeah that's the, so yeah. you know just saying anyway these are things these are things that i think can get better and 
then they just treat the creators just a little bit better. Now, there have been, there are some people in there uh, that have gone to this site before, which are assholes. There are a couple of people recently who got caught for being um, child... Um, With you. Yes, th those things. And they, Very they, pro-child. But they got, they got booted. And it was like, so, oh, there, so there are some rules there, right? Yeah, that's good. Other people aren't really happy that there's gambling on the website. And I was like... I don't really care about that. Also, okay, I, but... I think it would be fun... I'm kind of glad that there's gambling. Mm. Hear me out. Go on. Because I think it would be fun to do like an um, a, a subs poker night. That would be fun as well between us. Yeah. However, this kind of stuff is more like slot machines. But I don't want... That's fucked. But the thing is, is what, that the wait. slot... Oh, no, no, no. YouTube changed their things. We can say it now. It's after, after the first two minutes. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that it's not slot machines as the viewer gets to play. It's a person playing slot machines on a website. I don't understand the appeal to that. And also, it doesn't affect me, so I'm like, okay. But it does promote gambling to a younger audience. I mean, do they let you do those CSGO packs? I don't I know. They, don't I think they do. I mean, who knows? Maybe, right? But the thing is, is that I don't really understand. I'm, I'm not trying to shit on anyone. Yeah, You have your own reasons why you don't go places. Completely fine with me. I, d I don't care. It's fine. Whatever you choose, right? But people are like, I don't want to go there because of their, like, they promote gambling on the on the website. And I'm like, and there's, like, young children who are impressionable. And I'm like... You do know Amaranth is over here selling porn, right? Literally. And I'm, she's moved over to Kick as well, and, I, and she's infected that place. And I'm like, but still, like, we still did Twitch over there, and she was promote. She used Twitch as a promotion for her porn. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, yeah I'm having I'm having my fun over there, and all, as always, what the <coughs> the fun as of I'm uh, sorry, uh, like usual, mm. like usual. What the fun of uh, any stream is is. Us Engaging, chatting with yeah. people, having fun, making these unique jokes that you only make on streams. And that's what I'm having over there, which is Can't all great with me. On kick. Mate, if we can get cancelled on kick, that'd be pretty achieve pretty big achievement. I was going to say, it's fairly easy and you've been working hard at it for, t uh, not TikTok, what's it on? Twitch. This is the thing. I moved over primarily so you can't tell me. Bros, don't get our channel. Don't 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 toss anyone off in ah, the chat. But <laughs> you used our, our branding. So you did use Combros. So I can totally beef you No, out. no, I, I did Super Trooper Eddie. Get out of here. Get ah, fucked. Get fucked. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> well, before this goes live, we need to make the conversations just so we have it. So no one we, takes it. Yeah, we we definitely need to do that, and I'll make a Sheps one as well, I guess, um, just so that we've got them, just in case. Yeah. It? Um, do that. Do that before you edit this. Before I beg I edit you. This. I beg you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I've seen some screen caps of, of people like moaning about it. Content creators going, "Oh, this is no good." But like, first of all, you can deal with it, right? And and second of all, if chats like going a million miles an hour. You, everybody's sort of in on the joke weirdly mm. and then no one's expecting you to interact with you know the flash mm. writing like a, a movie essay on in your kick uh chat so that stuff will grow as as it develops i i'm pretty much i was this is my this was my reasoning in the beginning i was like look they haven't killed anyone right they haven't done anything like super super bad that i i believe is is really really bad so i think with the better creator treatment that they have over there, yeah. we could easily all move from Twitch and go over to go over to Kick, reap the benefits of having a better creator system and yeah. make that place better. We could we yeah. can overpower it with kindness. We can overpower it with goodness. We yeah. can make it a great place. Yeah, if a few people move over to Twitch, get big or already big people move over from Twitch, I mean. Right. Um and then say, Look, we we need a better mod system. Our mods can't actually do moderation mm. and we don't want this crap in our feeds 
right? I know we all love Andrew Tate, but I don't need to see how the top G is doing against the Matrix every update we get from Romania. Is it Romania? Romania. Romanian court, right? I don't want to be updated on uh, on the court case. I want to play some video games, so I need my mods to be able to like, yeah. you know, save for later so I can read through all the updates. Of course, we're a big fans. Because <laughs> obviously, that's what we do. We take, keep up on that stuff all the time. That's right. That's right. We're signed up to the Top G University. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what he's called. His scam site that he's got. Sick. <laughs> if you graduate from Top G University, pro to CV, <laughs> mate. Imagine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna see my streams, head over to kick.com slash eddy You can see all my stuff there. Um, the vods in the past one for the Final Fantasy first stream that I did. You can go check that out, and um, and future stuff that's coming up. It'd be really cool. Um, okay, bro. Yes. First of all, before we get started, let's thank our bros, our super bros who support us over at patreon.com forward slash conversations, who keep us going. These lights, these mics going, and these cameras going. That's a lot of going. It's a lot of going. going. They, they are, they are really good at going, going. In fact, they're good at coming as well. Um, <laughs> our bros, Isak the ultimate. Come, suck. <laughs> see, see. My juicy left nut, Sabine from Smallville, Mikey T, the gamer giant, Jim Heim, Sean, insert nickname here, uh, Gams Master, the leader of the empire, the fearless one, the great Lord Vader himself, step cousin, who isn't really that important, but you know, he likes to be around, he likes to make sandwiches he for people. He gets invited so. to the family barbecue. Yeah, that's why we bring yeah, him, yeah. really, just to be like, have no a No one's noticed he's on still side. on the email list, and, and he's not going to bring it up, you know? So did you guys know that you, you I mean, don't, don't mention that. How does he always know we're having the barbecue? My God, no, did you mention Did you mention it? No, we planned know. it to be three hours away from his house and he still turned up. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting rinsed so hard. All he ever does is like be nice. And All like he ever does. Um, it's nice to have you, bro, Gabs Master. Thanks so much, bro. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, uh, bro. Just a quick aside, since we're talking about Super Bros and stuff like mm. that, do you know we've got a bunch of guys coming to EGX this year? Yeah, 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 I saw. So many people are, like, making the trip from their respective countries yeah, to come yeah. down, coming from Iceland, coming from Sweden, coming from all kinds of places, and I'm I'm getting really excited because this could be, like, a massive do I really want with the gamers. It to be on the same day, though, you know? Right, right. I so mean, I was I, like, oh, I'm coming down on the Friday. Bro, we'll be there on the Saturday and the only, Sunday. It's only Chris that's being an idiot and coming Friday. Fucking Dicky. loser. But everyone else is like, I'm going to go Hold Saturday on. and Sunday. Let me pause you there. Let's, let's focus on Chris. Spotlight. Right. right. Silence. Spotlight. <laughs> Chris came to freaking Comic-Con. Yeah. We bumped into him. And he just disappeared. <laughs> For two days. He, I think he was there twice. And I saw him from all of two minutes where I was just like we're just gonna find this thing and then we're gonna go and like meet up with Ed and get some food I think is what the plan was and we're gonna go like go and talk and he goes yeah. alright cool me and my brother are gonna go check this thing and then just never responded to pulled us pulled a Yoda he just disappeared into his clothes and yeah. this way. <laughs> he just you know that, um, you know that meme of the guy that goes and then like fades yeah. out that that's it fucker god damn it but anyway lots of guys coming i'm really looking forward to it i <clears throat> hope egx is great this year yeah um, there are a lot of games coming out at the end of the year if they're willing to do advertisement at the uk's biggest gaming event then it should be pretty cool should be pretty cool <clears throat> bro yes today's topics include Lots of stupid things said by both PlayStation and Xbox in the uh, FTC injunction that's been going on. Uh, the first day of it was yesterday, and there's a bit more stuff going on today. 
I heard the stupid things you said. I don't. I obviously keep a fresh thing so I can get my reaction here. You're gonna. You're gonna, you're gonna lose brain cells. You're gonna lose brain cells. Perfect. I can afford to do that. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna drop down into minus digits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, also, Xbox have got new hardware coming out. Not exciting, trust me. It's not good. And <clears throat> the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, showing off the next coming, upcoming Xbox games and Starfield. The big old direct that was done pretty much a day yeah, after yeah, we posted yeah. our last podcast, but I thought it'd be good to mention it. Yeah, yeah. where we just shredded it, <clears throat> and I predicted how bad it would be. Listen, listen, it wasn't that bad. Okay, I know. It I was... saw some of it. <laughs> and it, we were we were so bad. We were like, let, let, pretend like we didn't say anything bad about it. We 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 thought it was well, going to be. I've right called anyway. it since the beginning. It was going to be great. Yeah, yeah. I, I've said obviously the pedigree of the company making it right like just they made all the fallouts new vegas all of that i mean different teams but besides the point right you know uh just the length of time they've been making games xbox exclusive you know one of the big names one of the big brands we actually know? got a few comments on that video um the day after the the direct happened sick and he was like what are you guys talking about? What are you guys talking about? Like, I swear, I watched the thing and it was great. I'm sorry. We, we, we were just... We this was posted the day before. We Look. Predicted a, we predicted. Look. This was a, it was a shit prediction. I'm sorry. Anyway, so Xbox did their showcase first. We're going to do everything in order. And I'm going to rattle off the things that, yeah. that happened for you to... For you to for us to discuss right here, okay? <clears throat> All right. So first things first, they opened up with Fable. Yeah. <clears throat> However, it wasn't really. Anything. It was a CG trailer. So, here, so let me let me be specific. It was in-game footage. It wasn't gameplay. Right. It was in-game footage. While they had used the in-game render engine yeah. to render that that thing, I'll accept. No problem. Yeah. However, it was not gameplay. Correct. And for some reason, Ryan McCaffrey from IGN. Big old Xbox guy. He uh, he decided to come out and be like, look, you guys just don't understand that this is like gameplay. This is how advanced tech has become over at Playground Games. And then I replied to it, get, unfortunately, unfortunately for him, fortunately for me, the tweet goes viral. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. What we're going to see with the controller in our hands, playing the game yeah. is no, gameplay. As you play the game. Right. As you play <clears throat> the game. Play the game. Gameplay. Yeah. Not... What's going to be playing on the screen while you set the controller down next to you and just to, go yeah, like that? Right, right, right. We wanted to see gameplay. Anyway, they didn't show that and they showed a snippet of that. Yeah. It's been almost, it's been five years. Yes. Five years since we saw that teaser from Fable in the beginning. And this is all we had to, to see from Fable five years later. Now, Very upsetting. Uh, one addition, because it ties in with us being so far monumentally wrong about... Uh, Space full Starfield. Starfield. I knew the, I, I know words. I have the best words. Um, for the record, and had always said, I want to be wrong about Starfield. Mm. I want Starfield to be good. Uh, I also want it to be a world where, and people are going to hate me for saying this, but I think um, Elder Scrolls Six should be exclusive to Xbox. You know, Game Pass mm. type stuff. Xbox and PC. Yeah. I don't think it should go on Game Pass for like three months or something. You know, it should be an incentive to buy an Xbox. But forget We're how back to that poorly they're going to handle all of this stuff. Um, crazy idea. I know um, Phil Smith. What's not his name? Spencer. Phil Spencer. <laughs> See, now I look like a dickhead. Uh, 
will disagree, but actually, I think if you bring out, I don't know, let's say three games, call me crazy, but like Starfield. For a gaming platform? <laughs> Ridiculous, but go ahead. The idea that having three bangers exclusive to Xbox wouldn't somehow help you catch up on the level that it looks like Starfield will be, <clears throat> on the level that Fable can be and on the level that Elder Six, Elder Scrolls 6 could be those three mm. if you don't mess it up and for the love of God take Halo away from 343 well, what are you doing mm. what are you doing right suddenly actually you have a catalogue of games there plus all the the big catalogues you've got three four heavy hitters a few with some pedigree so yeah. Elder Scrolls and Halo take it away from 343 seriously what are you doing <laughs> um <laughs> Right, you get that into someone capable's hands, and yeah. then you got two with pedigree. You got Fable, Elden Ring, no, not Elden Ring, Elder Scrolls, three with pedigree, yeah. and then a brand new, like, really genuinely cool piece of kit, right? Yeah. Cool project. Plus that huge catalogue, that's a selling point. Yes. That actually, and I appreciate Phil Spencer, very smart. He said, There's no world where we bring out these good games and people sell their PS5s. No, you're right. No one with any sense is selling a PS5. You'd have to be actually. Why would a you abandon everything that's great coming from another console just right. because you've got one other game over here? The right. idea is to get more people yeah. to you. Yeah, that, as well. He's so media. I hate it yeah. because he said specifically that, that in a world that doesn't happen. You're right. That doesn't happen. But what might happen? People actually buy your console, yeah. and if there's a reason to get it, they'll actually buy the Series X. Yeah. You know. Do you mind if I... Oh, sorry, finish your, finish your thing. Is that Just a, a summary that some f a few good games actually would be useful for Xbox, would be a good thing, and if they can come out the way it looks like Starfield is looking, yeah, amazing. And, and I do think they should be exclusives. Gives me a reason to get an Xbox. I want to live in a world where I need both. Yeah. And also Agreed. have a PC for my taxes and, and Minesweeper. Every now and again when your kid wants to play on MS Paint, you know. Exactly. Um, take one. I want to take one step back because I've, I've messed up the order that I was going to cool. do this in. I was going to say the Xbox showcase, just the Xbox showcase, not the Starfield one and whatnot. Yeah, wasn't too bad overall. Like it was a solid like C plus, mm -hmm. right? There was, like I said, there was the there were the issues where it's like, oh, this isn't actually gameplay, and it's a yeah. game that's been we've been waiting forever. Yeah, we haven't seen anything from X game and everything that we have seen, and pretty, um, pretty much Xbox has shown all of their cards here. And not all of, not any of them really were striking. There were nothing really interesting in there. The only thing that was interesting was Starfield at yeah. the end. Like even Avowed. Do you remember Avowed was teased one yeah. point with like these arrows flying through the sky, and I then do, there was yeah. this guy that had this like magic it in his hand. Very cool. I was like, ooh, I'm looking forward to this. This very is Lords kind of, of Lord of the Rings, but if it doesn't suck. I was thinking like a, a darker Skyrim or something. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, it's gonna be great. Turn out to be absolute crap and i was like so what was the whole point the only thing that brought that thing up to a c plus maybe even a b was starfield towards the yeah. end and that was kind of that was the only thing that was disappointing about it, that it makes me sorry i said but overall there was like good games there like i'm gonna mention them over here and you're gonna hear about them but some of them were like we didn't get to see gameplay for games that we haven't seen forever um and that some of the games that were revealed turn out to not be as good as we first thought they were. Yeah. And then everything was just sort of held up by this one game at the end. And that was it. And that was unfortunately how I how I felt about it. But however, it was miles better than the PlayStation presentation, yeah. which is the big takeaway. Because they were like two days apart. I was like, PlayStation, you fucked things up. <laughs> this the, is thing, X was right here. the thing that I sort of stands out to me about the two is that PlayStation can, can afford to mess up. 
because it has just just this generation some of the best or I guess and tail end of last generation this generation mm. the best games ever made right it's got the two God of Wars okay. it's got the two last of us is uh, it's got Ghost of Tsushima it's got Spider-Man I mean yeah. like what more do you need right I mean that alone is enough to beat the last two generations of Xbox yeah I don't understand Xbox's play I don't understand what's the point of spending all this money to try and stay in the space when like you don't they don't seem to know what they're doing like Nintendo know exactly what they're doing and that is that they're making family games right and they're printing money doing it and Sony's making um first person story driven RPGs third person person. sorry story driven RPGs I'd say more their genre while that is true that does apply to but I think more their genre is high quality cinematic games yeah sure that's what their their thing is and um, and generally in that like action adventure sort of space yeah and Xbox is just having as many games as possible on it of all different types all different levels mostly crappy you're mostly C and below tier games but their thing is that it's cheap but like is it cheap if you spend a small amount of money very often for not a lot I don't think that counts because this is cheap everything they're doing is reeking of desperation that's the issue if something comes out with confidence or something comes out and it's and it's like beating its chest it, it can sell their thing comes out and it's like please do something yeah Please buy our stuff. Please, we're really, we're really struggling over here, and that desperation comes through. It's like meeting a needy, getting a needy boy. It's like if you're a girl and you're looking for some guys, you're looking for the confident one, you're looking for the yeah, nice yeah, one, yeah. the one that's a bit, bit more like char- char- charisma with him. You're not gonna go for the guy who's yeah. bumbling over himself. It's, it's just not the way it is. Yeah, the thing is as well is like I, th- I, f- no one. On our end, which isn't actually Sony Ponies, we're like genuinely neutral, yeah. actually looking at for good games. We all saw Redfall and went, yeah, that seems like the sort of thing they would do. Can't believe they actually that got through QA, but that seems like an Xbox type of thing. I think, I'm just going to throw this out into the world in the hopes that it manifests it, that if Starfield is actually what... It, you know, in the, our wildest dreams, what it could be, yeah. you know, what we thought Cyberpunk was going to be, but it actually comes out as ready. I think, and if they know that, right, like they look at it and go, we've never made anything like this ever before. I haven't seen anything like this since Halo 3, right? Like something that really like grabs that. us, where the devs are like being told off because they're just playing the test games, you know, yeah. which is one of the things that happened with uh, Nazi Zombies, right? Yeah. It was, it got, the whole company was addicted to playing it as a side project, and they were like, we should put this in the game. When you get something like that, you just know you've hit something. Let's say, is that good? What they need to do is pivot and go, guys, this is coming to Game Pass, but not for the first three, six months. We can't afford... We've we've looked at the numbers. To bring you games like this, we cannot afford to bring it to to Game Pass day and date. I know that's what we've promised you, but when you play this, you're going to realize what we're offering. And to keep this up, we've got to ask you to pay for these games. I'm sorry that the Game Pass model, as we hoped to make it work, didn't work. We gave it five years. We can't do it. It's going to make a lot of people upset. They're going to get more hate than than they've ever got, and whoever says that is going to get death threats. All of that stuff. But two years down the line, when they're making more games of that caliber, when Fable comes out and it's good, when uh, Elder Scrolls Six comes out and it's good, 
when they take Halo away from 343 and it comes out and it's good, right? When a new project comes out and it's good, people are going to go, man, that guy made the right choice and suddenly Xbox is, is competes. But you need, you need a... You can't just say it now. You're, right? You've got to have a, a catalytic event. I think... It's never going to happen. But I, I agree. The please, only way for that please. to work is that it needs to be a big enough for catalytic, yeah. catalytic event. However, I think it's never going to happen. Xbox is too far yeah. gone. They, that would be the death sentence for them. They would, they would be done and out, and no one would ever remember them ever again. Which it, which would suck. I don't I don't want them to go away. I want them to make great games like hopefully what Starfield is. Anyway, that was my impression for the whole event. It was like there was some decent gems in there. A lot of like meh. What are we even doing here? And then all of it was just purely held up. The entire hype was held up by the Starfield Direct, which we'll talk yeah. about in a second. Anyway, they showed off Avowed. Again, I thought that was going to be like a, a Skyrim, sort of like a darker, maybe a cinematic sort of sort of magic fantasy sort of story. Yeah. Completely bullshit. It's just like, it's like bright colors and like cartoony almost at some point. Uh, no voice protagonist. You can't even see off of his face all the time. I was like, this is very far off from what i need to be and the, and also the graphics looked quite awful as well i don't know what was going on with I'm this i'm just game watching right it here. to to refresh and i mean it looks comparable to skyrim in terms of graphics quality which skyrim's a 13 year old <laughs> game at this point i think um and and the thing is that bad graphics quote unquote bad graphics skyrim's graphics it's fine for skyrim yeah right and skyrim still held up as one of the best games of all time and all of that um, especially beloved by some people that's great but the the, the issue and i want to be very clear about this this doesn't look like what we were told it was going to look like that's the issue and it also we were led to believe it'd be somewhat modern graphics yeah so I, i'm with you like i don't think i don't think it actually looks bad per se i think it looks like a totally different game to the one i was sol sold yeah you know, that, that, that's my big issue <clears throat> with it is that we was expecting something way cooler yeah and then we got this uh, anyway, that's coming out 2024. Again, um, look, if if, it can't, if people play this and go, man, this is amazing. That would be fantastic. I, I want more good games. I want more get good games on Xbox. I want more good games out there in general. Yeah. It's never going to be a bad thing for us to have good games. Plus, we have PCs, so we have access to it if we want it. More good games means more good time for gamers. I want as many good games on Xbox yeah. as possible, as long as they're not at the expense of anyone else. Yeah. That, that's genuinely what I want. So, if, you know, fingers crossed that we're just a little bit salty because we were expecting something else, but it comes out, it's amazing. Who knows, in a year's time, yeah. we could be like, bro, I've, I've been playing Avowed and it is, like, you got to get on it. Yeah. Doubt it. Doubt <laughs> it highly as well. The next game they showed off was Clockwork Revolution. This is another first-party game from Inexile Entertainment. I sent you a link on... Um, on uh, Discord. Discord. I sent you all the links. On the oh, cool, 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 oh, cool. They'll probably come through one by one. Um... This is a steampunk RPG. I'm invested already. Right? Honestly, this looks great. This looks You'll have to try to fantastic. Yeah. Let's have a look. I looked at the trailer and I, the whole time my mouth was agape. I was like, oh my God, there's like a, a time aspect Ooh, to it as well. I, I dig this. There's like yeah. a shifting back and forth. This feels very... Um, a hint of horror Carnival every now Row. and again. Carnival Row on I Amazon didn't see Prime. it, no. It's, I only saw the first season. It was very good. Yeah. Um, this is very reminiscent of that. This looks fantastic. I don't think they gave a release date for this one, but it looks so cool. I love the steampunk aesthetic. I do love I the... love steampunk. The I, back and yeah. forth time travel that they're doing there, the time jumps back and forth. This looked 
absolutely up my thing. It was very um, Bioshock Infinite sort of feelings mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my god, this looked so good. I'm, I'm. This was one of the highlights of the entire showcase for me. This looks outstanding. Yeah, yeah. I see. This is the thing. This is the sort of game where no one's gonna tell me if this comes out as I would hope it would. No one's gonna tell me, oh, you supposed to be a Sony pony. I don't give a. Sh- yeah. I want to play good games. I do- I genuinely don't care yeah. where they are. I mean, you guys, how how long have I been banging the drum for Halo? Which, by the way, when are you going to freaking finish those? Uh, I don't play shit games. <laughs> <laughs> you were gifted the Master Chef collection as well. And you haven't got your Gordon Ramsay on at all. No, not once. Is he a Master Chef? Gordon yes, Ramsay? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, cool. I think so. I, think uh, so. I don't know. He's the biggest name in cooking. Surely he's the Must right? be, right? The next game they showed off, Forza Motorsport. Uh-huh. The next game they showed off, Flight Simulator 2024. Uh-huh. The next game they showed off... <laughs> We'll fight. We'll flight simulator brick people's uh, Xbox Series S's. Perhaps. I mean, you it's, know, yeah. it's that big of a high requirement. This is the thing. Those two games, they whatever, hey, whatever year, whatever, anytime there's an Xbox showcase, you can always count on there being a Forza game. You can always count on there being a well, Forza game. There's or no an, reason for them not to. Or, or an update to Flight Simulator or something like yeah. that. It's just one of those things that just doesn't interest us in the way that they think they're getting interest. interest. In fairness, it doesn't interest us. Here, it's true. It's true. It doesn't interest us. However, it's not moving the needle. People who are like, no, it, it is the their, f- it's their life support, isn't it? That's why they always do it. It's what it. It's what it is. It's that they, they're good. They're good high quality games that come out and they get like a, an 85, 90 on Metacritic, yeah. and then they get to say, "We've got a ninety game." That's what that's what their thing is, and I'm like, cool. See, there are 90s on Xbox, yeah, but and I'm like, but don't you want to have something that that moves the 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 gaming landscape? Yeah. Like, well, bro, Last there's of Us no Part Two, where they come out with good games and people sell their PS5s and buy an Xbox. It's true. What's the point in even trying then? Like, Last of Us Part Two was like that makes me so angry. Genre defining. I was like, my god, how we're doing this in video yeah. games? Twice. We're doing this. It def- they did it with the Last of Us. Yeah. And did it again yeah. with The Last of Us 2. And I'm like, that's what you should be aiming for. Not, let's just pump out another uh, racing game, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we can get another 90 under the belt, and then we're like, yeah, look at that. We've got also two they, 90s in the year. Yeah. The, the thing as well is that they, they try new things. So, like, I remember, I don't know about you, I, I'm pretty sure I made a video on being so strongly against the Ghost of Tsushima no waypoint thing. You know, it's did a you? win. I think we were both strongly against it. Like, how are you going to get around and the island's oh, supposed yeah, to be huge? Oh, yeah, we didn't know at the time. We're like, how are you going to do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they try new things and then they only announce it when they know that it works. It's yeah. actually intuitive. I don't feel that we get much, if any, of that from the Xbox side of things. I'd, li- I'd actually really like to see them make something that goes up in flames but really try something new. I'd give them credit for that. I really give yeah. I say Xbox whoever makes it I'd give them credit for it right Yeah Instead I feel like the series S and X are very telling of the way Xbox develops games they just sort of do the next one mm. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that but the last two three times for PlayStation they've changed the game a bit so the PS3 had the Blu-ray the PS4 they specifically made it with the PSVR in mind the PS5 had the brand new um, SSD SSD, and also you know the 3D sound and the like they tried the 6 axis and the dual sense like they are they're innovating in just the console 
and I don't feel like we get that from Xbox. For like you pick up an Xbox controller, any other generation, but the last one changed a little bit, like four percent or something. Mm. You'd hand that someone that played the original Xbox thing. Oh yeah, it's an Xbox controller. Yeah, exactly. You give same. you give the PS One and a DualSense to somebody. They're like, what is this? Yeah. What is this? Completely alien. So, you know, I, like let's let's get a bit of innovation in there. Let's have some a bit. Yeah. Sure. Let's have some um, some falling forward moments. Like I think we don't get the DualSense without uh, the six axis. Yeah. Right. And six axis was god awful. <laughs> You know, like that thing was terrible. Like, why would I want to control my games? That this was way? terrible. But they fell forward with it. They learned a lot of useful information. They got some data from the way it was used, and then were able to like, as technology evolved, use that data. Like let's let's get that in the game development. Let's get that in the concepts that they're willing to push. Maybe there is a type of game out there that, like we, for example, Sony has cornered the market. Right, those adventure third-person RPG type things, yeah. movie-esque moments amazing maybe they don't try and go head to head with them I think they should do at least one I think they should yeah but maybe it's those games like you remember it takes two those like co-op games and uh, there's that one where you try and break out of prison as well a way out a way out right maybe games like that are the sort of game where Xbox can be the co-op place like one of you know Halo right I'm gonna cut you off there I'm so sorry this is the fourth uh, you know like you know like (laughs) It's a good point. It's a good I, point. I get the point you're trying to make. You want them to try and like fall forward, try to make something new to try and add to good the summary. thing. Good Good point, Ed. <laughs> you made four good points, but you don't need four. Personal target. We're going to make it through a whole section. <laughs> Let's see how long that lasts. It's funny because I've only recognized it because I've had to train myself from doing it so often. I'm like, wait, I'm doing this. Okay. And seeing it happen in front of me, I'm like... It only happens to you. I'm like, how did we get here? And I'm like, oh, no. Uh, I see what happened. I don't know where, how we got here or where we got here from. Ghost of Tsushima, like, what else did you go? You said something else in between. Then you went to... Uh... No, anyways, who cares? You, cool. you got a the what was the next thing they showed, Ed? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Senua your Saga Hellblade 2. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we were really interested. In this in looked this. actually very good. Now, it was a it was a ups and downs. It was a plus and a minus, this one. It showed us a bit more gameplay. It was very good. I was listening to it with headphones, and they had, like, this whispering, because the idea is, is that she's, like, schizophrenic, basically. Oh, okay. And she's got, like, voices in her head that have, all have conflicting ideas, and she has to navigate the world through that. And then also the world looks like it's on acid, but is it in her head? or And also is the world quite weird and whatnot? I haven't played the first Senua yeah, Sacrifice, yeah. by the way, just so you guys know. Um, it looked cool. However, they pitched it as gameplay. And this was the gameplay. She was in, in like a... You know the extreme cave diving thing they do? Yeah, yeah. She was like that, crawling up. She gets out of the cave. She takes four steps forward, and then it goes into a cutscene. That, yeah, like, that doesn't count. I'm like... <sighs> this is a Phil Spencer level of like... <laughs> technically, there's gameplay involved in this trailer. Like, that's... Like, it's kind of Christ. it's kind of insulting to be honest no it's not kind of insulting that's insulting isn't it? <laughs> I, it was so good it was good but it, we were misled stop saying it's gameplay and why is there just no gameplay if it's coming out tomorrow just call it a teaser <laughs> just call it a teaser it's coming out 2024 so it's not tomorrow yeah. but <laughs> it's just <laughs> I, I was so excited you don't understand i was like oh 
wow, the way that the voices are talking, the way the place looks, it looks great. The movement animations look great. And there's no more gameplay. <laughs> like, that is just not the way it's supposed to be done. Just don't call it that. If there's five seconds of gameplay, it's not a gameplay trailer. That includes five seconds of gameplay. Look, it does look like this in-game, but it's not a gameplay trailer. It's a teaser. Look, look at this cool cutscene. <laughs> You know, it got me so oh, yeah, angry yeah, yeah. on stream. I'm seeing it. Okay, I went back. I just, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's you like four it steps, and then it <laughs> cuts. It's like it's a fairly seamless cut, though. Yeah, you know, this is definitely in the game. Yeah, this yeah, definitely yeah. happens in the game. This is great. Like, after this that, is, yeah, like, it's, like you can, I can tell the minute where someone's input stops and she just keeps walking. Yeah. You know, which is great. Like again, it looks amazing, but. That, that's not a gameplay yeah. Um The next game they showed off was uh, City Skylines 2. Not going to be exciting for a lot of people. Exciting for me because I really like these games. Um, I'm currently playing the VR version on PlayStation VR 2. Having a fucking blast in it. It's just one of my things. Um, and I'm looking forward to that. However, it does come out in October. And I think it's like three days after uh, Spider-Man comes out. So... Yeah, uh, I feel I feel like, in fairness to this game, likely the people that are playing this, well, one, they're on Xbox, so they won't be playing Spider-Man, and two, <laughs> people that are playing Spider-Man are probably not looking at this sort of game. They're very different styles of game. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate talking to someone that said they were interested, but I bet the people that... I'm an anomaly. <laughs> yeah, the people that love Spider-Man and what's this called? Skylines. <laughs> that that group, You, I bet you know all seven other people's names. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're a very tight-knit community, okay? I, I bet, like, We're trying like to play multiplayer, and you're like, man, no one's on because of the time zone difference. Like, We're like no the... one's ever on when I want to play because there's three people. We're like the guys who went down to go see the Titanic in that submarine. We're, there's a very a very small group of us, but there's no one else that does it. All five of us were there. Um... There are a couple of other smaller games in between. Uh, Dungeons of Hinterberg. Can we take one second? What, what's the interest in this sort of game? The, Why I, is this good? So it's it's more like trying to figure out the correct way to manage a city. So like you know how terrible the council is? Yeah. It's like you being the council and proving definitively that you could do it better. Because is this crazy ideas like if people actually pick up the rubbish and you fix potholes? Well, like look, uh, you get a warning on the thing like through the houses. People complain. They're like, "Oh, our rubbish hasn't been collected this week." So, what's your natural inclination? Collect Make another dump. Make another collection oh, service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do something like yeah, yeah. that. The fucking council here would just be like, "So." So that it will come next time. This is the thing as well. It will come <laughs> next time. But any rubbish that's outside the bin, they still won't collect. Exactly. So so this is the and and um, you're making a city satisfying everyone's needs keeping yourself in the positive in terms of money mm. charging the correct amount of taxes so everyone's happy educating everyone building and and your reward for doing such good stuff is having a city that literally grows like a plant and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's like satisfying that meme to see of like what the society would look like if local councils did their job right right yeah, space yeah, like, yeah, yeah, space sports, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It's Mass effects, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what we really live in, and then you show our trains. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Which, by the way, I actually went on a train for the first time, like last week. They've upgraded them. Do you mean like the tube or a train to a to Over, a place? Overground train. Yeah, yeah. It was in in London still, so that's probably why it was better. But they've upgraded it, and it's like got air conditioning, it's got USB ports and stuff. I'm like, I feel oh. like overground. 
because it's literally seen gets more attention. Yeah, the underground's never going to change. No, 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 no. Like, okay, we made it red and white. It's still covered in shit. <laughs> but but it's... like, in 10 years, the Elizabeth line is going to look like all the others. Oh, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, duh, 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 duh. What else they got here? Uh, like a Dragon Infinite uh, came out as well. It's like a Yakuza game. Okay. Um, it was very funny, the trailer. It was... Guy funny wakes up. haha or funny like what what funny haha i think okay. it was um the main dude tatted up muscular bruh nice hair smash uh wakes up on a beach completely naked everything's obviously covering up his junk area right. like every time he walks past the stand there's a stand oh, like a kid gets an ice cream and walks on at the right pace exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. um and it's all like in japanese and everything like that it's all kind of campy dicks and japanese. Kind of funny. he's dicks in japanese basically it's all pixelated basically that's what it is oh, i was gonna go with like looking like one of the symbols <laughs> oh, you know? shit. it's a fairly short symbol but it's okay you know it was, it was a bit cold that day um and oh payday three was shown mm. off and i actually really like the look of it um i know that the company that makes payday isn't the best company especially to console gamers they usually they've said some bad stuff they're like if you want to play our games get a get, pc get a pc so, so why'd you release it on console then fuckers yeah. um however if you want it, console money release the game on console and exactly. don't beef out your customers i guess yeah, yeah I'm the trailer you. looked okay and i thought this would be a nice game when you do get up to streaming and whatnot for us to co-stream together yeah, yeah, yeah. and for like to get like some of the lads in because i think it's a uh, i think it's quite nice payday was always a, a fun game in the past anyway yeah i remember the og payday but i never really put much time on it it was yeah. I didn't put that much into it as well. It was nice. It was nice for a bit of fun. But I think this could be a good, a good like series that we do together. Where we're just like every Friday night we get on and we don't do that. Yeah, I can also see though the payday like peeps getting like left for dead. Like if you don't oh. know the heists inside and out sort of thing. It, it can be like that. The only thing yeah. with this is that there's no like. Or well, at least I don't know with Payday 3. With Payday 2, there was no, like, traveling to, like, lots of locations and someone gets left yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah. This is all, like, we go to a bank, we rob it. Okay, people make mistakes along the way, but that's how you learn, yeah. like, how every other game is. And also, we'll be all friends and stuff like that, so we'll be able to... Mate, you say that until you mess up my heist. Mate, mate, mate! <laughs> um, Persona 3 Reloaded. Yay. Um... <laughs> Wait, I, before you know it, you're going to be playing the Persona games, putting like 2,000 hours of your time into these things. I mean, I'm on track, right? I'm on track right now. That starts um, with the Final Fantasy, you know, oh. and then it ends with like 400 hours of Persona 7 or whatever it'll be don't, by that time. Don't, don't tell Adam, don't tell Adam, don't tell Adam. Um, Star Wars Outlaws, which... I keep seeing ads for that. The double S makes me really... Why don't they call it Outlaw? Star Wars Outlaw sounds better than Outlaws, in my opinion. Um... Yeah, it's also because it's the both at the end. Star Wars, Outlaws. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just weird. It doesn't roll off the tongue, right? Um, anyway, the first ever open world Star Wars game. I have to be honest, it looked good. It did. I'm extremely worried. My <laughs> hopes are getting up there because also I, I've seen some of the in-game. Yeah. And I do worry about calling it in-game. Just for the record, because we've seen previous iterations of in-game stuff that were that same section where they've done it until it worked, you know, and everything's pre. And also, it's very clear that these are 
sections of games like uh, the bit that I the clip that I saw was she gets onto a speeder yes and then goes past the thing and then two speeders follow her right, right, right that's right. A, a canned event mm. right it's not like it's live happening with just there's a couple of enemies that come up well i was gonna say that i think they they the, the, the clip that you might have seen might have been like a a more cinematized version for like an ad or something yeah. like that or for someone to show it off but in this clip that i've just sent you here is the the gameplay and that clip is in there where they actually play it and it's fairly fluid I have cons for this though. So the pluses, let me say, in the plus side, it does look like it could be quite fun in terms of open world. Like the world looks pretty genuine and open and like lived in. Like there are yeah. people, there are aliens around, there are like, structures around that look quite realistic. The slums feel <clears throat> dirty. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks nice. It looks nice. And when you go into this like cantina looking place, this like diner looking place, it looks proper like a shady area with some shady characters. Yeah. It looks good. I don't know if it was because it was a gameplay and they were trying to show something off. The shooting from the main character... I'm watching it now. ...looked very much like nothing could, could hit her. And I don't know what that was. Maybe that was because it's a presentation. They don't want her to die. In but it just seemed like she was just standing up going... At the beginning of... Um, maybe it's just on easy. It, yeah, that could be it. And like... In all gameplays, the, the, the character's invincible when you're showing it off. Yeah. The character can't die. But it just looked like there was no... Oh, yeah, I'm watching her, I don't like, know. out of cover, aiming slowly. So in the, um, the very first mission for Jedi Survivor, yeah. when you go across a thing, like, there's two stormtroopers that shoot you, and they can't hit you. That was it. Yeah. That's what it looked like on that video, just yeah. in case you guys have played Jedi Survivor and you didn't know about that. Now... That was a canned event as well. Like yeah. it, you're supposed to fall off after that, yeah. and also it's cows fall from. You start the, the game, and this is the best way to do one of these time skips, in this place where you have all these friends and stuff, um, and then it all gets taken away from you. Yeah. They get separated or whatever, and now you're back to the <clears> calcasis that you know or are getting to know because he has to build himself up, and you get to go yeah. through that whole process. That's the way you do something like that. However. <laughs> With a canned event like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I also, because it's supposed to be an open world. Yeah. So that's the... Now, my con points. The main character sounds quite annoying. Actually, yeah, I haven't heard her voice, and I have to listen to it in a... Her, her voice isn't too bad. I like, mean, it's not whiny or anything. Though, I hate women, so... That, that's a good point. That's a good point, and we have to talk about that as well. Um, She's a... It's not so much that she's got an annoying voice, is that they get her to talk too often. So oh, okay. she does the thing where it's like, whoa, that was close, or like, hold on, and I'm just like... Yeah. But does she do the uh, Forspoken thing, oh. where she just talks over and takes full credit for magic that's obviously not hers, and... It's it's basically like that, unfortunately. That's, that's the vibes I'm getting from it, and that's not what I like about it. Now, I have to say, Kotaku, the joke of a website that they are right now, yeah. they took people's criticisms for this as gamers. They just hate women. They just hate women. At least I is, do. And that is proof that we need more women in video games. Like, we don't have any, for example. Especially not on the Sony side of things. Right, just none of them. There's, no, there's, no there are none. Female-led I mean, games, or, or what are you, uh, no, you going to do, man? No high-profile gay characters. Man, there's just not enough representation for women. No, no trans characters in no, that same game. No, yeah. none. Which actually, you know, that was done so well. I didn't notice he, uh, 
he yeah. was trans until they literally spelled it out. They for had me to literally spell out for us because we're that dumb. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, why are they trying to marry Lev to a guy? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> they're like, he's going to be a wife. I'm like, that's not how it works. And then at the end, it's like, oh yeah, he was born my sister. Oh, oh. <laughs> <Thank Right. you. laughs> because But this is the thing. This is like, he's made, just a well-written character. They've done the puzzle and they're like, Sheps, take a step back, take a step. It's, oh, I see it now. <laughs> but this is the thing is, Lev's just a well-written character yeah, yeah. and he's presented properly yeah. because especially the way he did it with um, how much you freaking hate Abby as you're playing her. And then like, there's this other person it's, it's the fact that they're almost enemies and they shouldn't be working together but then mm. they end up and that humanizes her so much um that this is so stupid this yes. is so stupid i uh <laughs> the kotaku article where they just came out and said that every everyone clowned on them this is the thing this is how you know you've got a bad take if you agree with kotaku or kotaku agrees with you yeah if you <laughs> such a such an easy way to determine whether or not anyway Another downside as well to this uh, Star Wars Outlaws, it is unfortunately a Ubisoft product. Now, it's made by Massive, which is, I believe, hold on a sec, Massive. They're a separate entity, I believe. Uh, so they, they made the Tom Clancy's The Division. One of my favorite games out there. So, ah... Yeah, and it looks half decent. Now that doesn't excuse what Ubisoft has done in the past. That doesn't, uh, and, and maybe still doing. They haven't like exactly come out and said sorry or anything like that. We've just sort of all agreed to just stop talking about it now. Yeah, that's just the way it's gone. I, it's not enough to make me go and buy it yet. I've got enough games to play. I'm just gonna give credit where credit is due. That this game looks decent. I'm gonna say that. The thing is, as well, if it's good. Like, it's a Star Wars game. It's not like we're not picking it up. Do you know what I mean? That's the uh, that's the thing, isn't it? Because, I mean, like, and there's still developers good. at the end of the day that have worked their guts into yeah. it. And they've they've done some hard work. Now, it does look good. It looks really good. It looks alive. And one thing that has me wondering, though, it's supposedly open world. Mm -hmm. But everything we've actually seen seems to be routes to and from places and then canned, like, cities. So I don't know how open world actually will be. We'll have to see. Man, walk it, like that transition into the ship was slick. Yeah. And then the ship taking off into space and fighting and whatnot. Now, some of the things didn't look... Um, because it's open world, some of the enemies are like a bit far away and they're not like placed in a more yeah. cinematic way. So it's less cinematic in that way. But the jump to hyperspace and things like that was really cool. But then again, she had to ruin the whole like space jump thing by at the end where the droid turns to her. It's like, well, we're free of those. Where do we go now? And then she's like, anywhere we want. And I'm like, oh, oh no. Stop, stop with these stupid one-liners. What do you mean anywhere? We've got a job to do. Yeah, we specifically have a place to be. <laughs> and I don't know where it is. Where do we go now? <laughs> what it is, is they're trying to, unfortunately, because this is an outlaw game, they're trying yeah. to make a Han Solo. Yes. You don't make a Han Solo. Unfortunately, right. Han Solo was a, a one-time event. One-time character. Not You're never gonna be able to nail it again. You could. It's gonna. It's lightning in a bottle. You have to be really lucky. The problem. I'll, I'll go uh, one step even closer than you did. I think you can remake Han Solo. You think so? I do think so. They won't ever be able to do it because you get takes like Kotaku, where they're like, "You just don't like women." The reason Han Solo works is he's not a good guy. I thought he's, you could say because he's not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> 
the penis. <laughs> it's specifically the penis. I was going to say, I agree. I agree with yes, yes, you. Know? God, sorry, he's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. Yeah. And not only is he not a good guy, he's not particularly capable. He's specifically known. We specifically meet yeah. him having failed to make money, in huge debt, is a criminal. Constantly scamming people. Constantly scamming people. Constantly, like, trying to rob Peter to pay Paul. In the second movie, he's a hair better than that. And by the mm. third movie, this is the originals, he's actually, like, found a cause and is going after it, right? Yeah. It takes three movies. In the, in that time, Luke becomes a master Jedi. <laughs> yeah. And this guy becomes functional. <laughs> right? And yeah. then we see in the, the later movies, they didn't last very long. Yeah. Right? Like, Han is a deeply flawed guy. And they just won't do that to a woman, would they? She can't be a, a strong, independent whammons if she is, um, you, you know, she can't have flaws. Basically, she needs she needs to have flaws. if, she, if they're going to go that route. Then and I'll, I'll say um, a similar character to what they're sort of going for here. If you guys have seen the two thousands remake of Battlestar Galactica, Starbuck, do you remember Battlestar Galactica from when we were kids? This is like old when we were kids. roughly remember it. Yeah, yeah. There were two guys, Starbuck, and I forget the other guy's name actually. Um, and there were these like hot shot jet pilot types, yeah. but you know, in space because they're being chased by like cyborgs or whatever. In the remake, they made Starbuck a girl, and everybody was like, "Man, she's gonna suck." Like Starbuck is a hard charging, like drinks fucks the woman, like or the sort of the Captain Kirk type thing always ends up with the girl sort of thing. <clears> but right. it's like one night stand type shit. They make Starbuck a woman, and she's brilliant because yeah. she is an alcoholic. She constantly sabotages her own relationships. Mm. She constantly. Um, has like these weird meaningless flings and then ends up like just using people but is also a very kind person specifically just driven by the survival of mankind mm. an incredible pilot so for all of her good, good points she has deep deep flaws deep flaws right and constantly is her own worst enemy that's why she works that's why she's believable it's more than my beefs with Aloy right she doesn't have enough problems mm. and she doesn't need people enough um, she takes on the weight of the saving the world. Right. But doesn't really struggle. Exactly, exactly. One of the reasons that Ellie's so good is, like, she's deeply dysfunctional. <coughs> yeah. Like, it's not just that Joel doesn't want anything to do with Ellie. Ellie doesn't trust Joel for, like, most of the, that first game. But the whole point of um, uh, part two was that she didn't trust him so much that the point when he died... Spoiler alert. Whoa! Where, <laughs> to the point where he died, it was like... Oh my god, I regret everything. I regret not trusting him at all. That now I'm stuck not trusting him, not having not, not having reconciled. Right? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like good characters, all good characters are deeply flawed. Thor, right? Yeah. Like Thor in the, the MCU. Um, I think one of the best moments. I hate the fat <clears throat> Thor stuff, but when he goes back in time and speaks to his mum, and she says like you're you're broken. You're not the guy. I know what happened to you. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I'm fine. He goes boy I was raised by witches I love that line. like I can tell you're my son I know who you are mm. I know you're hurting he's one of the one of the strongest characters and we always see him like it's the emotional side that gets to him yeah. that's what makes him a cool character despite having two of the worst movies in the entire franchise <laughs> right like don't you dare say anything Thor and the Dark World and, <laughs> and like, also the same with Superman the stuff that we like about him is, is Clark Kent that was what I really liked about this iteration was just that it humanized him a little bit more than any other any other one. Right. There was definitely human moments in other movies, but this one made him so much more like, yeah. despite flaws, yeah. I'm still going to be the good guy. And that was the message right. that I really liked. It was like, even you could be a good guy. Yeah. Even your flaws, 
you can still be good. Right. And anyway. they and they and getting back to Star Wars, they sort of tried that in Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite with movie, yeah. with the uh, Jin Erso, but the <clears throat> problem is she got she just switches in the movie at one random point and goes, oh well, we have to do it. Yeah. We have to save the Republic, whatever the frick it is. I've I'm, I've wiped that movie. That guy head. is zero for two right now. He made Rogue One, awful, <laughs> with some good bits. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, uh, the last five minutes. Well, there's, uh, there's some good characters in yeah, there. Like K two S O is a K two S O is great. Yeah. What was the the main bad guy's name? That's played by that fantastic. Oh, uh, cro- uh, Croc. Oh no. He's brilliant. He's, he's a so fucking good. great guy. He's uh, so Mads he's Nicholson's so characters. What was so yeah, good? There's yeah. some good bits in there. Yeah just you know anyway and but, then and then forespoken uh, after that it's just like oh god right. and, and this is the problem with <laughs> don't Jin. write don't write the problem with Jin Erso is that she goes from being that not trusting person and she's a bit too like roguish if you ask me yeah um, and then randomly saves a kid like it's the save the cat moment she just saves a kid for no reason where but like goes out of a way to be a hero yeah. where it's it just felt a bit forced to me and then at the end it's like well we have to do it for the galaxy or whatever the frick <clears throat> the force it's like the rebellion's, the, force, the, built, the rebellion's built on hope. Shut up, Jin. Anyway, but, so, but that's the, the we thing. talk about Star Wars. And we M- just make the that. character flawed. Yeah, and <clears throat> let's be. Let me give one yeah. asterisk right here. We haven't seen the full game. We only saw this one bit where she Female was fighting. protagonist. Two out of ten. It could be that she is flawed in between all yeah, this or after this, uh, yeah. and that would be that would make the character much more interesting. We do need to get rid of some of her voice lines though. Just stop talking in between, like. I, I, as soon as that I heard all those voices, I was like, "They're trying to do a Han Solo here." Yeah, that's what they're trying for. They're trying to pull one-liners. Unfortunately, it's all just yeah. It's not. It's Don't not get penisy, kid. <laughs> I love that. Um, randomly sandwiched in the middle, they announced this is the new hardware, an Xbox Series S one terabyte edition. What I'm saying is, you can tell which of the uh, consoles they're selling. <laughs> Right, they they made it three hundred and fifty dollars. So they, wait, the point. <laughs> yes, no, exa- never mind. Exactly. No, I'm not no, going to touch. It. I'm not going to touch that it. That was the point. They're never going to touch they it. They made this cheap console, then they went and made it expensive. <laughs> so what's the point in that? No, I'm not even going to touch. It. That's just. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, uh, yeah, and then they showed off um, uh, for so- almost the price of a PS Five. <laughs> It's so dumb because fifty dollars more, you get a PS Five, a fully fledged PS Five for almost the price of a PS Five. You can have this fucking thing. So fucking dumb. Um, Why then would you do that? So, so, so stupid. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven's Phantom Liberty trailer yeah, showed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Looks gorgeous. Looks fantastic. Um, I was speaking about this on the stream and afterwards with people and stuff like that. It looks really good. There was um, an Xbox sort of extended showcase afterwards where yeah. uh, CDPR came on. They started talking about the, the DLC. Apparently with this DLC, they're also releasing a shit ton of overhaul updates for so many things. Cool. So like talking about shooting while driving, uh, a, a police system and stuff like that. Attribute system are all getting they reworked. desperately need the police system They reworked. do. Apparently they're doing so much and it looked really, really promising. Kind of unfortunate for me because I was hoping to play the Cyberpunk 2077 base game again in preparation for this. Yeah. But I feel like I'm missing out on all of this cool new stuff they're going to come out with. I would when not. This, yeah, this yeah. detail drop. So I guess I'm going to just play all in one yeah, when it comes out. Also, genuinely, now that you're a weeb, watch, <laughs> watch uh, Edge Runners. Edge Runners will make you want to play the game again. 
It will make it. It will make it worth playing. Just now that I'm now a wee bit. Now those big issues are all fixed, and we've only really heard good things about the game. Um, it, it's worth you know watch the game and get some. <clears throat> the the show gives you a good feel for the universe, and that's one of the things the game didn't do so well. You're just sort of in it. Mm. You don't really get a feel for. It. And that sounds weird, but like I already knew Cyberpunk, so it felt cyber. Felt like the world I knew, yeah. right? <clears throat> Having played it the first time, if I didn't already know it, I'd be like, "Cool, it's a it's a game that looks like Blade Runner." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas this, um, the show, and it's only like ten episodes. Yeah. It's not too much, but it'll give you a thing for like, man, I want to be a legend <clears throat> in Night City. You know, you'll yeah. you'll get something for it. I hope so. I mean, I, I would also I would Adam Smasher out. then feels like he's worth fighting. Yeah. Because in in the in the game. There's a couple of those like CG scenes, you know, when you're in the BDs. Yeah. Is it BDs? DBs? BDs, yeah. BDs. What? Brain dance. Yes. And you're like that, you know, when he goes through the elevator and stuff, you're like, yeah, man, this guy's yeah, yeah. serious. And then that fight sucks so hard. Mm. Once you see the show, you're like, man, I, I need to freaking kill this guy. Yeah. I got to kill this guy. Um, it looks really cool. Idris Elba's in it. You're apparently going to be like a spy sort of espionage type yeah. thing. It's It looks gorgeous. And it's in a whole new area as well. So it'll all seem kind of fresh as well when you get in there. <clears throat> they showed off a little update to the um, to Elder Scrolls Online Necrom. Uh, Fallout 76 got an update as well. Um, there is a... What's the Dune? These are words ship thing that looks like a, a dragonfly i know a thing you mean i can't remember the name that thing uh is coming to microsoft flight simulator see what uh, oh from june you mean yeah yeah from yeah, june okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they showed off some overwatch 2 uh no one was interested in that um the legend of monkey island uh expansion theme is coming to sea of thieves which i thought was quite cool and interesting right there sea of thieves keeps going i wish they would make a like a triple a version of it yeah. You know, like, I, I get that part of the fun of Sea of Thieves is the chaos and, and it being, like, quirky and cartoony. I, I do get that, believe me. It's sort of like Fortnite. But yeah. I wish that they would make, like, an Apex Legend versions. you know, what Apex is to Fortnite. Yeah. Where we can be, like, yeah, get the Black Pearl and stuff and, like, go and raid people and... Raid people? What? You heard what I said. <laughs> totally said raid. R-A-I-D. <laughs> R-A-I-D. <laughs> I totally said raid. Sure, sure, um, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like Booty Island. Let's raid Booty Island. Raid some booty. Like, I, the only Assassin's Creed game that's ever made me want to play it is Black Flag, which ironically is the least Assassin's Creed-y, obviously a very well-regarded game, but it's mm. the least like Enzio, Al Dente, whatever, right? Um, I think there's something cool about that era, and they just need to make one of those games access accessible and fun and adrenaline filled. Yeah, you know, and then I think they're onto a banger. I think so too. I think so too. Um, and then it moved on to the Starfield Direct. Yeah. Let me just say, but at the start of this, this Starfield Direct was perfect. Yeah. It was so so good. The tempo, the pacing, the detail that they dived into, all of the video that they showed properly showed me exactly like what, what I'll be doing. The gameplay was was very clear. Yeah. The 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 cutscenes were very clear. I got a good sense of the scale of the universe, what I'll be doing, the feeling that they're trying to instill throughout this whole thing. If yeah. you're feeling like a space explorer going to all of these planets and going to all these these different systems and stuff. You made a video about it and I thought it encapsulated it very well. And I would I'd recommend you watch it even though we're going to talk about it now yes. but you mentioned a few points about like it feels like 
NASA built this, yeah. right? And it's lived in. But it also, and you're right, like there's there's not it's not touchpads. There's like big meaty switches because there's a good chance you're going to be in a spacesuit mm. with these big gloves moving stuff. And that feel is one accurate, mm. and two makes it feel right. It feels good. There was something that I was going to say in the video, but I thought people wouldn't get it. Um, <clears throat> do you ever? Do you remember Lost in Space? Yeah, obviously. Lost in Space. Which one? Matt yeah. LeBlanc. Yeah, 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 yeah. The spaceship was very much of that time what they, we thought. They were wounded. Well, <laughs> the spaceship was very much what they thought of that time was going to be like tw tw the 20, 10,000 years yeah, in the future, yeah, yeah. Or whatnot, which probably is going to be accurate. We don't know. But the ship was pretty much voice commanded, barely any buttons. Everything was touchscreen that you saw. Yeah. And it was all there was super. There's no real point for Matt LeBlanc to be there. <laughs> exactly. Oh, he's a pretty face. That's all he was. Yeah, right exactly. There. And he was N famous. Exactly. Um, and that was. While that's cool for whatever they were trying to do there. I don't feel like they were traveling in space. I no. never got that feeling right there. No, no, no. With this, I feel like we're traveling in space. Yeah. Seeing all the like analog, like the massive airlocks as well, yeah. all them big chunky like handles, like I yeah. mentioned, the seats that aren't like really sleek looking. They're just like big chunky seats. Like, oh, it looks so great. It it's looks really so funny great. because NASA does or like that space thing. It does two things. It it uses the absolute pinnacle of technology and engineering precision. Yeah. Under the presumption that everything is going to be done in the worst case possible. Yeah. Right? Like, ev everything is designed with the idea that you've been hit by a meteor, there's an alien on board, and something's venting air. Yeah. How do we make this all work, and how's he going to fix it in a spacesuit? Which I, by the way, absolutely love that that's how they... And I mean, and I do genuinely mean this, I love that that's how this stuff is designed, because one... If there ever is an issue, it needs to be fixed. Yeah. Like the money and the resources that go into making these things, it has to be fixed. And these people's lives need to be saved and, and how they're going to be dealing with it. And two, it's such a contrast. It's the exact opposite of the hypocrisy that we hate in all these industries. Yeah. It's like these two opposing ideas married so perfectly. You know, like they'll make things where they're like, this. we could make this so precise that you could put these two pieces of metal together and never know there was a seam there. Yeah. Except that somebody in a spacesuit with an alien <laughs> chasing him and air venting is going to have to open this door. Yeah. So let's make it like this instead in perfect Rivers position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, Perfect. <laughs> and, it, and it feels like that. Yeah. And that's what, um, what makes it feel right. It's like we meant you said about the uh, Star Wars uh, show, like the slums feel dirty, the yeah. place feels lived in. Like, it can't if it's clean. One of the okay, back to Star Wars again. You know, um, Solo. Yeah. The, when they find the Millennium Falcon, it's brand new. Yes. When we see the Millennium Falcon, it's all dirty, like in A New Hope, which makes the Millennium Falcon. I like. I don't like the clean version of it. I'm glad it exists in my memory, but I like the dirty version. I like the lifted yeah. version. That's the Falcon I like, and that was a great touch. That the Falcon would not be iconic if it was that brand new version. No way. No way in hell. Because it's been lived in, it's a it's a bootleggers vehicle, right? And it's been heavily modified and <clears> lived in, and like something breaks, we'll fix it just for now. We'll fix it properly when we get back, unless the fix holds, in which case it's permanent. <laughs> yeah, do you know exactly, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. how you really do things, though, in real yeah. life, isn't it? So, um, I think Starfield's got the look right. It's got the vibrate. Yeah. I only have one concern, on. which is one of the things you seem to like about. I th I'm what concerned about the scale of the game. So. I'm concerned. I think the scale big. gives 
the good feeling. Yeah. However, I don't know how it's going to be in terms of actual play- gameplay. I'm worried it's going to be way too big. After that showcase, he went. Uh, Todd Howard went on an interview with Kind of Funny, and they did ask him some pretty much direct questions. <clears throat> they were like, "How much of this is explorable? What's the the traversal system going to be like once you're on a planet, yeah, for yeah. example? How does this all work? Give us some more information." Apparently, only ten percent of the planet is actually going to have something for you to do on them. The rest okay. of them are going to be procedurally generated sort of mineral farms if you want to go yeah, yeah, get yeah. minerals. Stuff that like there's that. no reason you'd ever want to go down there. Exactly. And you don't have the option. If you're, I don't know what your grav drive was going to use to for fuel or whatever, but if it's something like plutonium, let's say, and plutonium is a resource on a planet nearby, then maybe you drop on the planet and mine it and then, and then duck out of That's there. That's the only reason why you'll leave there. Two, I yeah. want to say you, you could go to like a different system. And like one, maybe two of the planets would have like small little side missions that you could go down and do. And other ones, like you'd you'd get to a system, you'd ping it, so you just do a radar thing, and stuff would ping up. Oh, there's stuff that I need for upgrades or whatever. So you go over there, you just hit hit the button, and it would go. You'd you mind X Y Z, and then you'd you'd, you'd go off and try and complete the system and then leave. So that's definitely the way to do it. If you can get down to like twenty empty planets with nothing to do, that's no good. I'd rather like say. 10% 10% but they're loaded with shit to do yeah. that's the way to do it that's the only way I want to play that game um, there won't be any mounts or drivable vehicles when you get onto the planets okay so it's just going to be running and jetpacking everywhere if there's if, if that works for you how, I don't know how good the jetpack is going to be hopefully it's good enough to, to not make it a chore to go places it's interesting because I was just thinking that sounds awful but then I'm like, well, uh, Infamous GTA, I spend a lot of time in those games just traveling around, but you're in a city. Yeah. So I wonder, it could be awesome though. Jetpack sounds like it could be a lot of fun. It could be. I wonder if they're kind of shackled by the, the grounded realism that they're going for that is looking yeah, quite yeah, decent. Yeah. Because, I mean, how are you going to get to a planet and then have a fucking doom buggy? How are you going to get to a planet and then jump on a fucking alien yeah, yeah, ostrich? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't really make sense. You're not going to do. You can't do that. It's not realistic. Yeah, if it's an unexplored planet, there's going to be no settlements. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe they're shackled by that. Yeah. Hoping that maybe you land somewhere closer. The the the, the bad thing is, is they're going to be if you go out looking for something because you think oh just over that ridge there might be something you go over there or just over that hill and then you travel so far away it's like ah oh, there's nothing on this planet All right let me get back to my ship oh, for fuck's sake it's a maybe they make it away. where maybe and this is what I would do if I was them you make it so once you're a mile away from the ship quick goes, travel back you can quick travel back to the ship that would be great Leave that would planet. be great yeah. that would be great but who knows they didn't mention anything about that um, yeah in what was the other thing they, they had as well damn it there was one more thing that they mentioned as well anyway those were some some slightly downer points anyway yeah. about Starfield other than that though it did look fantastic like the ship customization looked pretty cool um I love that the uh, I love the look of it as I mentioned before. It was really cool that there's like a, a core uh, story to go with it that you're like trying to look for this like almost alien civilization technology. Oh, sorry, that was it. There aren't going to be any aliens in the in the thing. It's all just humans. Yeah. <clears throat> Realistic in a sense because I mean we're look, we've been looking at in space for how long now? We haven't seen anything. Yeah, well, yeah. There's a lot of space to cover, but we haven't seen anything. We've sent messages out there. Nothing's returned. So, I presumably you mean no, like, aliens in spaceships with lasers. No, yeah. But there will be, like, life on planets. Yeah, there'll yeah. be the alien life, but not, like, 
aliens. intelligent. Yeah. Uh, not like the grey dudes. Exactly. Yeah. There's not going to be, you're going to go to the constellation place or wherever it is or wherever the main hub is and then there's going to be an alien guy there yeah, like yeah. in Mass Effect. Nothing like that. Cool. Yeah. Um, but it was fantastic and I do want to give them their, their flowers where they, where they deserve because that was, that was a really good showing of it right there. And so much so that I was on the edge of contemplating getting the collector's edition that they showed off there. I... It was a case that had like a mechanical lock on it that you yeah. open it like that and you open up. It comes with a watch and I was like, I don't really care about the watch, but I like the mechanical lock. Yeah. But it was 300 pounds and I was like, no. <laughs> no, especially when there's so many other games that could be worth could be worth it. And as much as, as um, Starfield looks okay, it looked good. It looks good. 30 frames per second. That was an issue. That's so a big issue. They confirmed it. 30 frames per second. It's going to be 4K 30 on Xbox Series X. Not a native 4K so far. They're saying it's like upscaled. And on Series S, it'll be 1440p. And again, not native. Yeah. It's going to be like lower than that. Upsetting for, I guess, console players. Now, I'm going to be playing it on PC, so I'll probably yep. be able to get 60 out of it. They did... They tried to say that it was a creative decision to do that. Bullshit. Well, here's the thing. What they meant by that, and I, I've already sussed it out. What they meant was, is that they're going to make the world as awesome as possible with so many interworking systems. For example, there was one bit where they, they made a joke about, you can like go pick up any item you want in the game, wherever it is or whatever it is. You can just pick it up and take it to your ship with you and then fly off to another planet and it's still there in your ship. Like they pick up a sandwich and they picked up like 40 sandwiches and they put it in the cargo hold and it's all just piled in on the floor. Right. And you can take that to any planet you want and it will still be there. And then you go to another planet, still be there and you go back to the planet you got it from and there's nothing there now and that sort of thing so there's yeah. lots of lots of intertwined systems to go with it and i think what they meant was that we wanted to make a creative decision to make it a uniquely like bethesda type game because yeah. that's the kind of stuff they do but we had to sacrifice the the amount of like frames per second because the otherwise console can far do too one much. or the other exactly okay not, I mean a, not a creative decision as in like no no it actually looks better in 30 no, no, it looks better in 30 than yeah, 60. 60 looked too much. No, wanted, no, no, no. You know, like, um, Elden Ring is clunky. Yeah. It has that clunky feel to it. Yeah. Like, that is, a, I guess, a creative decision. That's the way they like to make games. Yeah. So it's not a case of, no, we wanted it to feel like a Fallout-type game because that's the sort of games we make. We wanted it to have that feel, and that only works in, in 30. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's a good idea, but, okay, that that's a creative decision, yeah. but I don't think it was one of those. You know, I, I, get, think, I think you're right. I think that's right. what they're going for. Anyway, that's uh, that's Starfield right there. Uh, let me know if you guys are excited by that in the uh, in the old comment section. Let me just double check our Discord server because a bunch of people did write in for the uh, for the old True Gamer podcast. I want to just see what people said. Um, da -da 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 -da. Oh, Tailgate. Tailgate wrote in. And he says the Xbox showcase was better than the ones we've gotten from previous years. My highlights were Star Wars Outlaws. Uh, I love uh, the criminal underworld side of Star Wars. It just really, it's just a really vibey part of the universe. So to finally see a game set in that part of the world is a dream for me ever since uh, Star Wars 1313 and the Project Ragtag got canned. Uh, got some gameplay shown at Ubisoft Forward and in my opinion, honestly, it doesn't look that bad. Glad someone else thinks that as well, but... Uh, my second was Hellblade 2, Senua's Sacrifice. It looked awesome, as always. I love the first one with cool and cool trivia. And cool trivia. And Use cool your trivia? words, Ed. 
And cool trivia, the first one. Oh, sorry. And cool trivia. Supposed to be like a comma there, but it's. Uh, and cool trivia, the first one has really accurate and respectful depiction of psychosis. Oh, interesting. And other mental illnesses. And so is, it, is she mentally ill there? I think that's what it is. And right. I think it's like. The thing is. The so vibe the of it is that it's sort of like early, early years, like yeah. early like 1200s or something like that so what would the person be like in those times a lot of like shamans and stuff like that from back in the day a lot of these guys had like um like schizophrenia or epilepsy and stuff and which you know if you have epileptic fits and they're in like for example a state of dehydration you'll see visions um and they think that's what a lot of these like yeah seers and stuff had back in the day so they're gifted that, yeah, yeah, yeah and then also if you if you have it where she's like functional and it's like, well, is it mental illness or is she magic? And then yeah. presume, then you know that that could be quite interesting. So interested in that. It does seem it does seem quite cool. It I does like seem it. cool. I just wish we saw some gameplay. Yeah, some real gameplay. <laughs> uh, and in the behind the scenes video for the first game, the devs talk a lot about how they consulted with therapists and people who actually have issues. Uh, the game represents, which is cool. Um, the third highlight was Clock Clockwork Revolution, a steampunk game featuring time travel, which a game uh, which gave me a lot of Bi Bioshock Infinite vibes. It really was yeah. so, so cool. Final highlight was Starfield. Man, that game looks special. I can't wait to have it in my hands uh, and get us uh, on a get my hands on it. The setting looks amazing and the exploration seems endless. Also, there is a horrible conclusion that I reached yesterday with how complex the shipbuilding is. <laughs> when the game releases, it'll be a matter of time before some lost soul builds an astronaut from among us. Oh, no! Uh, no! Um, the I ship. mean, I was going oh. with an obvious penis, right? Like, I was going to go yeah, penis. Yeah. Or a pair of boobies or something, you know? Um, What was it? I think someone coined the phrase. Probably came out before this, but I heard it when Tears of the Kingdom came out. Because, you know, there was all those things where people were building penises with fire coming yeah, out of yeah. them. I was like, someone called it Time to Penis. So, TTP. Yeah. What's the TTP on this game? It's like, uh, uh, two days. Two One days. day. Six hours. <laughs> so, what's going to be the TTP on this game? <laughs> I mean... I, it's... I, I... How early can you get to shipbuilding? I was going to say, because you need resources, right? You need money and stuff. Right. So maybe a bit, maybe a bit. So anyway, um, but yeah, Among Us will be a, a terrible one as well. TTP speedrun. <laughs> that's going to be a genre on Twitch. <laughs> Sorry, on Kick. We don't talk about Twitch. That's no right. That's right. On Kick. Um, I don't understand why every time Xbox actually gets their games, gets games, these guys come out of the woodworks to... Hold on a sec. Also, time for a bit of a tangent and a rant about Xbox and... X Xbox, <laughs> uh, I mean, and by Xbox, I mean uh, toxic ones on YouTube and Twitter and everyone who plays on yeah, Xbox. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why every time Xbox actually gets some good games, these guys are out of the woodworks to brag about it and bring everyone else down. They always say PlayStation fans are annoying and they don't realize that they act the exact same ways. They're worse. I mean, we've it's... seen the delusional PlayStation fans, but at least, at least, yes, they're delusional, but there are games to back it up. What it is is that there are delusional PlayStation fans. Obviously. But it does feel like the vast majority of Xbox fans are delusional because... You, they we also, have to be to still be that. That's the thing, because yeah. they haven't had games to be the game fan. Yeah. So you have to, the only thing left is the delusional thing, waiting, hoping that daddy comes home one day with the milk. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. what it is. So unfortunately, you've got the people that have been... And that's what Hellblade would be like on. in real life. <laughs> 
it's constantly them being clowned on and then unfortunately they become yeah. so radicalized that they just they double down you double down awesome. enough on something and you just force it into your mind so that that's yeah. the way the real world is but yeah like you say they come out of the woodwork yeah and like they they started about redfall when it dropped they were like this is going to be it and then redfall dropped yeah. and then they just suddenly stopped talking about redfall yeah it's always the way so but this is the thing is they only need to be right once and then they're right you know like if you call the end of the world people have been calling the end of the world since it's been around but the one time you're right you're like see i told you do you know what i mean yeah can i give you a really bad thought about redfield redfall redfall yeah i don't think i think the reason why redfall came out the way it was microsoft allowed it to come out was because they actually don't want arcane studios I think that Microsoft actually didn't want them and they're looking for the excuse to fire, to close them down, to ship them out because when you buy a company, probably what it is is you're like, oh, we'd really want this thing over here. Like for example, buy an Activision. Yeah. They probably really want Call of Duty. Yeah. They probably really want two other things that they do or something like that. But do they really want the tiny studios, the satellite studios on the side or something like that? Yeah. And same with Bethesda. They probably wanted, oh, we want Bethesda Game Studios. We want fucking, we want this, we want that. This is going to be great. What's, what project are you working on? Redfield. Redfield, sorry. All right, finish it off. Yeah. And then when they do bad, and it's like, okay, we're going to... Well, it sucks, so we're um, going to liquidate. And I think that's the, that's the nicer way of doing it, projects. isn't it? Because if yeah. you go in and buy a studio and then immediately close down four, you're like, well, fuck. These guys are awful. Don't let them buy anything. It I definitely feels like QA was skipped, doesn't it? They were just... Everybody puts their bits of the game together. It wasn't tested. It was slapped together and released. Because mm. I don't get the impression that a game comes out like... For example, Cyberpunk came up with a ton of issues, right? Yeah. But they weren't quite like that. There were things like stability issues, which, yeah, should have been caught, but could have got through some testing phases mm. right especially if they're running on pc and not on console and they're simulating consoles like what's well, the same specs if it's not actually running on a console yeah, get it on the thing there. right 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 um and there are also a lot of little things but redfall seems like none of it was actually tested mm. it was all just put together and then like everybody said yeah i think it, my bit's good which of course like this is the thing people don't get about testing uh and i who is it Someone's got this quote about the thing about coding or, or making a game is like you, you fix the toilet and now the front door doesn't close. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like you're, you're just pushing bugs around until you got a point where the whole house works together. It's so strange <clears throat> the way it works, isn't it? Right. And that's why people, each of these individual people, teams, can make a thing that works, put it together, and it just stops functioning. Yeah. That's the point of QA teams. That's why there's quality assurance. And if you did want to do it, in this conspiracy world, which of course for legal reasons is a speculation. Speculation. Skip QA. Release the game. The game sucks. You eat a bit of bad press, but then you say, look, the studio made this huge bomb. Instead, we felt that this talent was in you know better place, you know, was absorbed by our other stuff. No one lost their job, but we just wrapped the studio. It seems more <laughs> likely, right? Yeah, that is a good <clears throat> way to do it. Say good. That's an efficient way to do it. Yeah. And it doesn't. And while you get the bad press of releasing a bad game, which is just Xbox's press at the moment, that's just what they're known for. Right. Um, you don't get the bad press of like you canned a bunch of people, you closed down a studio, and now all these people don't have jobs because of you, right, right, which right. is far worse. Yeah. 
Um, and also, you probably wouldn't be able to buy any more studios after that because the FTC right. would be like, look what you're doing to people. Look what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, that makes us... Uh, that brings us to our next topic. However, before we do that, let's thank our bros who support us over at patreon.com forward slash conversations at the true gamer tier where you get this podcast early and you get your name read out as one of the true gamers out there thank you all so much for your support uh why is this not showing the next page there we go there we go right there okay uh here we are yes adam the high quality potato gams master sheps is crusty right nut isak manny mikey t sub 2557 gerald tucker fishy cobra ss Dagenham dan uh alpha uh, blah, 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 blah. adam sunling max h super and super whale Berner. thank you so much guys for your support thank you so much for giving the lights and mics on and the gaming going here conversation yeah buddy um if you guys don't want to support us over on Patreon, though, totally understand. If you guys just leave, leave the video a like, subscribe, uh, rate us five stars on podcast services, that's also really awesome right there. Thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, so the next part, this one's going to be a bit more hectic, unfortunately, because it's yeah. only just happened. I didn't have time to put things into order. So I'm going to go through things as they are on my on my computer, and then just go through it. The FTC recently decided they're going to put uh, an injunction against Microsoft so they can't purchase uh, Activision Blizzard. Yeah. This was a big shock because people thought that they had problems, but they'd be able to work through it. They'd be like, this is un-American for you to not let yeah, Microsoft they're going to spend this. enough Microsoft money. Right. Yeah. However, it seems like the FTC doesn't want to play ball. And they've got some issues they want to raise. Poor Microsoft. Right. Now, a lot of other countries that are completely inconsequential have said, yeah, this is fine. And well, this Brazil is, thinks it's okay. Right? And, and now the, all the experts seem to think like... Uruguay is okay with it. Look, everyone else says it's great. Look. People's Republic of the Congo says it's okay. Ukraine says it's okay. Yeah, they really care about you right now. <laughs> Russia says it's okay. Oh, wait, we shouldn't talk about... No, no, let's not worry about them. Whoops. Anyway, but the CMA recently blocked it, and now the FTC are having problems, and it seems like they are... They really do want to block this deal. It's like they don't want to let it through. Now they're in court right now, and they're giving each other their, they're giving their sides of the story. They're yeah. giving their their reasons for and against. And after this, they'll be decided, and then they have to appeal again and whatever they want to do after that. Yeah. <laughs> What's really funny is that the, at the beginning of this, before the the court proceedings started, like an hour before, yeah. Microsoft raised the price of Game Pass and the Xbox Series uh, X. I honestly thought this was going to be one of our bigger topics. So, yeah, yeah. So, this was hilarious because before this, this whole injunction and whatnot, people were saying like, oh, what's going to happen to the price of video games? You're paying $70 billion. It's probably going to push onto the consumer. What's going to happen? Uh, Sony made a, 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 a an argument as well. It's like that this is going to lead to the rise in games and whatnot because people are going to have to buy more services and they've made this purchase and so they're going to have to raise the price of what people are paying right now for it. Yeah. And they were all like, no, the prices of Xbox Game Pass won't be going up because of this deal. So what they did is they raised the price before the deal goes through. <laughs> so, <laughs> Again, it's that it's that whole like Phil Spencer media chain. It won't be going up because of this thing. It'll be going up because we need more money before it goes through. <laughs> exactly. We've paid a lot of money for these lawyers that we didn't expect. So 
Give us the money. Anyway, Game Pass has gone up by $1 in a lot of territories, including America. Yeah. And then Game Pass Ultimate has gone up by $2. And I think $50 has gone up for the uh, for the Xbox Series X console. Xbox Series S is still saying the same price, but they have released the more expensive Series S. So, anyway. Yeah, it's, it also, that's the thing. Is like it's diluting the Xbox, the Xbox itself as a brand because there's yeah. three different options you can get effectively, right? Yeah. So, like... And they're different prices. And then if you're going to get the one terabyte Series S, are you better off getting Series X or realistically a PS5? Yeah. And then also to... Because people are going to say, well, it's only gone up by a dollar for Game Pass. Yeah, but it's a dollar a month. Exactly. It's not just not just the one dollar. It's one dollar a month over 12 months. And you can't do the one dollar deal anymore. Right, so you so have to actually pay for it. Remove the cheaper option and raise the higher, raise right. the price in, in general. So and yeah, then what's the quality of the stuff that's on there? Exactly, exactly. Like it's and you know, it's like, okay, yeah, it's only one dollar, but you know, I and it seems like a lot of people who did that one dollar deal, a lot of people don't agree that it's worth the price, and then it goes up. So well, anyway, besides the point, I don't need to keep um, banging that drum. So here's. I'm as I'm gonna go through some stuff that just came up that's like yeah. noteworthy. One of them was, and I've got it here. Emails between both sides have been raised. So emails, internal emails that weren't supposed to see the light of yeah, day, yeah, yeah. were brought into into the courts, were subpoenaed, and there's a lot of information in there that is obviously how they think. Phil Spencer being like, "Can you believe these guys still buying our shit?" Basically, basically. For example, in one of the emails, Matt Booty, which is the head of uh, Xbox Game <laughs> Studios, yeah, Booty, exactly. Um, he references that the end goal of Xbox is to put PlayStation out of business. Which goes directly against their whole thing. It's like, no, no, we You've want more gamers to, to play for more with yeah. more games. We want everyone to coexist. Yeah. We, there's no way we could ever do anything like that because we're so small and insignificant. However, that is their They're end just goal. liars the whole way through. And the other thing is, if, if their whole thing was like, yeah, we're looking to be so good, Sony goes out of business selling games. Yeah. I can respect that. I can, I can actually, fine, cool. You're doing a terrible job. Yeah. Good goal to have. But this is the thing, when they pretend that they're not trying to do this thing, and then they're, they're just, going, it's all hypocrisy, isn't it? Exactly. It's all hypocrisy. Uh, during questioning, they ask the question to Phil Spencer. They go, Are exclusivity decisions, sorry, uh, platform decisions are subject to change up until the game's released. Is that correct? And he says, That's the decision that needs to be made early on. It's difficult to make that sort of thing like late in production. Yeah. Cool. Are exclusivity decisions revisited? It goes. There's t- there's a time where that's feasible, and uh, and there's time where it, where it's not. So a bit of a not really an answer. Not really an answer. But this is, he's a politician. He he answered a different question. Phil Spencer. Are they perfect. visited? There's a time when we can do it, and there's a time when yeah. we can't. It's like does uh, does Phil Spencer have final say on exclusivity? Yes. So he does have final say. Evidence shows up. Afterwards, after this oh, questioning, I can see where this is going. Please continue. <laughs> it goes uh, shows that Xbox wants uh, wants to remove Bethesda games from Nvidia, uh, Nvidia's uh, GeForce Now service shortly after uh, acquisition. Now they didn't end up doing that because they had another plan in mind. But that's the that was the evidence Shocked that showed up Pikachu in their face. Thing. Because, and this is what Matt Booty said, I quote. We are not putting our first party IP on a competitive, competitive, competing streaming or competing subscription service, Booty said written in an email. No fucking way. 
So all this chat about earlier about like 10 year deals, we'll give everyone a 10 year deal because we want everyone to have this game, we want everyone like that, that is not the internal thought process. Obviously. Proving that what they're trying to do is show this for the for the for the court proceedings. As soon as they give them the, the yeah. deal, they're gonna be like, cool, all right. No, you wanna show down the stairs. The, exactly. The legal the moment that it becomes legal, done. Like they just want to take things away you from know, people. We're, we're not the smartest guys we're out not. there, but can, can we have been any more right about this entire thing? And we've always said, what's our, our biggest complaint about Phil Spencer and all those is the media training, right? They say one thing, they do another. It's so obvious. And they, they say a thing and then their actions are totally different. You know, they say a thing and then the next time it comes up, they say a different thing. It's constantly, you know, you never know. Yeah. We've been saying, we've been calling them liars for legal reasons, you know, that's just hyperbole. <clears throat> like, we've been saying this for so long, and here it is. Proof's in the pudding. Not only are they fucking you over, not only are they trying to take things away from gamers, not only are they trying to take things away from Sony, not only are they doing these deals maliciously and not in good faith, like we've been saying for years, but then they're also killing stuff when they get it. So, like, they're the this, bad guys, man, and, this, and Sony isn't the good guy. No, I'm not saying no. Sony's the good guy. These, these are suits through and through. They just found a more profitable model. I was going to say, to it. there's one email as well that from Jim uh, Jim Ryan where I think it was taken a little bit out of context because it was supposed to be like having internal discussions. And in that he says, it's not about exclusivity, about them taking games and making it exclusive. It's about what they'll do in the long run. Yeah. Now, I'd, people took that as like, well, you said in the thing that it's about them taking games away and making them exclusive. I think it was part of a conversation where it's like, look, that's that's a thing, but that's not the important thing that's right not now. That's the thing we need the, to focus on. Think about the future. That's what he's trying to say now. Yeah. But the thing is that that quote directly opposes what he said before. Yeah. And that's what's going around, which again, he's a suit. He's part of a company. He's going to... They, say, they lie to you all the time. That's They're the point. All suits. And the only reason Sony, Sony does what it does is because it gets more of your money. Yeah. The second they find a way to do it that gets more of your money or more efficiently gets your money they'll go to that exactly. they will go to that so this this is the thing um don't we're not again not saying sony is the good guy all we're saying is that microsoft is the bad guy or the worst guy uh, cyberpunk right you got militech and uh and yeah. arasaka right militech are not the good guys they're not but no. arasaka are definitely the bad guys yeah you know like boom done simple it's, it's that it's just reversed because you know the real life's not as racist as the game is obviously <laughs> we hope um, for legal reasons when this is subpoenaed a joke yes uh playstation mentioned that in if the deal does go through that there's a roundabout way of saying this. They said, if the deal goes through, this will lead to worse versions of games like Call of Duty yeah, yeah. on PlayStation. Now, on the face of that, people take that as like, Xbox are going to deliberately sabotage PlayStation games, which is possible. It's very unlikely, I think, because there are far too many investigators out there that will be like, ah, ah, look what they did. Look what they did. Yeah, I mean, anytime I can... Apple releases a, a, an update for the phone, people <coughs> microanalyze yeah. it to look for a way that like, oh, Apple are deliberately yeah. throttling your phone or something like that. So I think they'll be the same for that. Well, there are some legal things around that, which is like making it worse, agreed, but not fixing things. I was going to say, it being worse doesn't mean they made it worse. It's just right. like maybe they were a bit lazy in replacing it or whatever. But this is the reasoning they came yeah. up with because they go, right now, we give Call of Duty Activision 
early access to our uh, next console that comes out so they can have full time working with it so they can make the game the best version possible yeah. with that thing work out all of the features that the PlayStation 5 has and for now the PlayStation 6 will have and stuff like that so oh, they can make it they're gonna, you're going to be giving competitor all of your yeah that's the thing in an event that this goes through we cannot give our our new technology that far in advance to the to a competitor so therefore it's going to be a worse version when it comes out yeah and then players are going to get a worse version of a game that they could have had something better had this deal not gone through. That was their argument. And I was like, it's a roundabout way to go to it, but it's true what First he's saying all, there. True. Second of all, actually, the reason it'll be worse is because Xbox will be involved. And everything they've been involved with has got worse and worse and worse. Yeah. God, I hope Starfield is good. God, I hope Starfield is good. <laughs> it needs to be. But there's no world in which Starfield being good means people sell their PS5s and buy an Xbox. No so. world, no world, no world. But that was um, it was a funny title. It was like the, the 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 headlines going around were Sony won't share PS6 details with Activision if it's owned by Microsoft. And I was like, yeah, it's a good well, title, but that's not what what they're trying yeah. to say there. So I'm trying to say there. So I get that point as well. Um, then the word the the discussion came up about exclusivity because they found an email regarding. Uh, Just before you even say it, we were right. Yes, we were right. Of course, we were right. Indiana Jones is coming to Xbox. Being made by Zenimax or one of the Zenimax, I think it's Bethesda, one of the one of the groups over there. Yeah. Apparently, was in production for PlayStation Five, and immediately when things changed hand, just like the Starfield PS Five version, it was well, no, th that's not what they said they would do, and we can trust these people, right? <clears throat> so called it. I mean. <laughs> This is the thing. We're it's, not that smart. It's not. It's not about that. We 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 don't want. We want to play Indiana Jones. It's not that we want to play Starfield on our PS Five. It's not. Yeah, don't worry no. about that nonsense. It's just the fact that they're lying to our faces and they think that we're stupid enough to believe it. Earlier, before we even spoke about this, I said Elder Scrolls Six should be Xbox exclusive. That I'll specifically lose out if that happens, right? Because I'm not getting an Xbox. But it's good for Xbox. If they make a good game, I'm okay with that. Mm. And they own the studio. It's far out enough that they're going to do that. They've never. There's no plans for Elder Scrolls Six in the sense that we don't know if it's an exclusive or anything. We don't know how far in actually in development and stuff it is. That's viable. That that's okay for them to do. Yeah. Telling us, however, a game that's currently in development is gonna then no changes and then immediately axing it like good. Frick these guys. I'm glad it's out in the open because now we can say, like, we, I'm just going to pull out every time an Xbox speaks and be like, oh, well, you know when they said this? Here's the screenshot. They didn't. They lied. They lied to you then. Because they, they keep they keep bringing up uh, Minecraft. Yeah. They're like, look, Minecraft, we make it for every platform. And we'll probably do that for some games in the future. It's like, what? <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, we get that. But the thing is, is that we're trying to actively point to the we're pointing to these instances where you are deliberately done the opposite. Yeah. So it proves that we cannot trust you. Stop trying to say we can trust you when you've got a gun pointed to our back. It's yeah, like, just because you haven't shot me yet doesn't mean you won't shoot me. Exactly. It's just Oh god, it's yeah. just yeah. And it's like, okay, look Can't at all the times it. where people weren't shot. Okay, but there are times where people are shot. So I can't trust that I'm not gonna get shot. Yeah. Like this isn't they're like the government. You just can't trust them. Yeah. Because governments do dumb, stupid stuff. And these guys are doing the exact same thing. And the thing that really and put the... driving the business and the industry into the ground as well while doing it. We haven't got to that bit yet. Oh, God. It gets so worse. There's, there was something that put the nail in the coffin, unfortunately, for... For... Um, Xbox out there. They're yeah. having a really bad day because of this. 
officially, Xbox came out and said that they have lost the console war. They essentially I mean, tried to. Well, we needed to hear it from right, them. Right, exactly. Well, we all knew, right? But the thing is, there's a difference between like hearing them say it and then like. But what they were trying to do was trying to paint themselves as the small guy and that this deal going through won't change anything. So they go, Sony is the. Sony. Uh, Sony. Sony is the. Sony, Sony very disrespectful. Sony is the dominant player in the console space. Sony PlayStation, uh, for over two decades, through five generations, has been the leading console, both worldwide and in the US. Sony's gamer base is redacted, as large as Xbox's worldwide, and redacted larger than in the United States. Um, saying essentially that Xbox have a 16 had a 16% uh, share of the market and have now in this generation gone to 21%. 21% is what they've got and the rest of it is split between Nintendo and PlayStation yeah. right there. Um, and it was quite hilarious to hear them say, they're like, we, we, we've we lost the console war and hearing console war also come up in a court proceeding was quite funny as well because you never think you hear that ever. It's um, very much a case that one, duh, and two, you did it to yourselves. You played yourself. Right, you stop making good games, and yeah, PlayStation had a bigger, um, ver a bigger share because they've always in ge generally true, and it's fair enough, right? You're talking about Western engineering versus Japanese engineering, more reliable console, able to get more out of it than anything else. You know, yeah. a larger series of games so they made Weeb games because they're a Weeb console. They had Western games on it. So they ticked more boxes, right? So that all makes sense. Fine, fair enough. Yeah. But the idea that 360 and the PS3, that next gen was up for grabs. I pushed real hard for us to go to the Xbox One. Yeah. Do you remember? Like, Before because, we knew what was happening with it. Right. Because we, we had both, but all of my best games barring like a couple but at the end like the last of us were on the, the xbox and the xbox was the best play to, place to play cod and stuff and again we did, i didn't really fully understand it's because of the code stuff yeah. for the psd but it was up for grabs and then the xbox one came, comes out thank god we didn't go there and they just don't make any more games yeah like what like imagine trying Stop. to sell cars that you don't can't be driven yeah. Like of course, you're not going to sell as many. And then whining that the Japanese make cars that can be driven. So how are we ever going to beat them? Make cars that drive. <laughs> exactly. Make games that are worth playing. Self-inflicted. There's nothing. Yeah. And it. then they go off to the worst demographic. Like I, I hate to be this. This is not a, a supremacy thing, right? But going after people with no money is not a very good business decision. Mm. Going after people whose primary concern is how cheap is it. How not to pay for this thing. How not yeah. to pay for this. Is not a good business model because they're very, very, almost impossibly difficult to get to pay for stuff. Whereas there are still people that have PlayStations like you and me are fairly sensitive to game prices. Yeah. But we'll trade games in, game share, and then and also think critically about we won't get every game. We get the games that we're most interested in. Mm. That's I straight up bought Final Fantasy sixteen. There was no question for me. I went out and paid straight for that. Right. But what's the difference in marketing? They make good, Sony's making good games mm. and they cost what they cost to make. And Xbox is specifically trying to f get as many people on there. It doesn't matter if they can't pay for it. It doesn't matter if they're not interested. Like, this isn't a good business move. 
the reason why it's and the, what what the net result of that is is that then they cannot sell games and that's the big issue that's going on right now they can't right. get their customers to pay for games and that's not a business end of the day that's a charity right. yeah and you're not going to be able to make anything you're not going to be able to afford these 70 billion dollar checks and that leads me to the final nail in the coffin yeah. that really was terrible so um <laughs> i don't sarah bond brought this up which is she works for xbox mm. And I don't know why she brought this up. I guess she was trying to paint how terrible of a position the Xbox are in. But it was, again, self-inflicted damage, I feel like. Right. It's that meme of, uh, you know, shoots the guy in the chair, Xbox shooting Xbox. Why would Sony do this? She claims, she goes, Microsoft claims that Bobby Kotick demanded a bigger revenue share to put Call of Duty on Xbox. Essentially, the gist of this was is that it came to a certain point. It doesn't say what date it was, but it came to a certain point where the sales for, on Xbox for Call of Duty was so insignificant yeah. that it was almost they were considering not making a version for not even Xbox, porting it, not even porting it. And they went to Microsoft. They were so like, that's even more dire than I've been. Saying. So dire. Now, granted, Activision is a greedy company. Bobby yes. Kotick is a greedy fucker. Absolutely. And they're used to getting not the good guy. No, not the good guy. Xbox just still the bad guy. They're used to getting Call of Duty money, and they're like, if it's not a billion a year, why are we even talking? Also, now they're spoiled from Warzone money. Exactly. Yeah. So they 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 were probably looking for a high number, but the sales dipped below a point where they were like. If you want us to continue making this game for your platform, you have to give us more money. We're not going to give you any exclusivity. We're not going to give you the, the PlayStation deal that's yeah. going on. We're still going to have their partnership. But you need to give us money just for us to entertain your platform. Now, they took they put that in there as sort of like, a, look, we're nothing. And look, we need, we're being strong-armed. There's nothing. Exactly. But this is all self-inflicted damage. You've trained yeah. your player base to not buy video games. You've given them this other option to to never pay for video games. They don't want to give yeah. you any money. They don't want to give any money ever. And, then, and now you're having to, on top of having to pay for all the production for games to put on this service that nobody is paying for, you now have to pay other developers for them to even entertain yeah. your console. And they're not willing to do the hard thing and do some unpopular stuff and lose people that won't buy your games who will be loud about it but aren't buying your games or your products you'll make them angry but people that will buy your stuff you bring out starfield and it and it is good mm -hmm. like really genuinely like generation defining good I you can say look we we could, to make this, you got, we got to start charging. Sorry. We tried Game Pass. We've given it five years. It just isn't working. We tried to put a brave face on and, and eat the losses, but it just didn't work out. So Even this Game Pass price hike, it's one or two dollars, right? I yeah. mean, it's still more, which is like against what everyone on that service is all about. It's they don't want the to pay 20 more. million extra a month. But I'm, they, it should have been five dollars more. Because then it's it like money exist. coming. It in. shouldn't exist. It shouldn't exist. To be fair, That's the problem the, is the service doesn't make sense. This, this was the most damning thing I think, yeah. because it paints the picture that Xbox is not healthy. No. Xbox is not a good business. <clears throat> the only thing that's give, keeping them afloat is Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft's oh, yeah. wallet is There's the only thing that's alone. doing it. It's the unlimited safe jobs. We've been saying it forever, yeah. and to the point that I'm not calling myself an investigative journalist. I'm not saying that. But we go to EGX, and I ask all the small devs, 
who are there. And I've asked all of them the same question. I, actually, a few guys were like, why are you still asking this question? Because it might be different. The answer might be different. I want to hear the same answers to the same question from different companies in different positions. We have this community. If we're going to try and present your game to them, what's the best way that we can support it? Should we buy the game? Should we download it on Xbox? Because we've got PC gamers, we've got Xbox guys. You know, should we buy it? Or should we go to Xbox? I don't know, like, do you have splits or you know, get money up front to make games, etc. What's the best way for, you to, for us to support you? They've all said, like, buy the game. Hmm. If you can buy the game, that'd be best. It's the the best way for us to get, like, the most out of it. The worst and they've all said is... as well, like, it's been really good working with Xbox, <clears throat> and much like that <coughs> Abe's Odyssey thing, <clears throat> of, like, you get the money up front so you can make the, the project, yeah. but then afterwards, that's it. Yeah. And it... What it is, is uh, the worst part about it is that they're such nice people, these indie developers. They're incredibly that lovely. They just turn around, they're like... <clears throat> The best thing is to buy it. But if you play it on Game Pass, we're cool we, as well. We'd love for you so, to play the game. So they're like, always like... like I, I love that so, so much. Yeah, and, and to just always talk up indie devs. like yeah. They're also incredible. They they have always... And I want to stop and make that point. They have always said, I just want you to play the game, man. Yeah. I've spent all this time making it. We love it. We're so proud of it. Whatever's the best way for you. And that's why I always have to say, that's not why I'm asking you. I know you want to play the game. I'm asking you, how should I encourage people that best supports you? And the answer to that is buy the game. Yeah. The, what they really want is just people to play it, man. And that also does help them in the future. If they say their game is played yeah. by 20 million instead of five, then that's a big... A good thing for any developers, basically, is to wake up yeah. one morning and see that Twitch or Kick is like filled of people playing their game right like this only up game have you seen that that play, game playing around no. it's a new game start really starting to take things out it's essentially a bunch of weird shaped platforms of different objects so like it'll be a bed or a car okay. or something like that and it's essentially you have to jump from platform to platform going higher and higher okay. and higher and it takes something like four hours to get to the top or whatever it might be and each time is like on the edge of death you might fall off and then all your progress is lost or whatever it might be okay it's a it's very fun and frustrating but clearly that was an indie developer who made something that was wacky and he woke up in the morning and was like i'm all over twitch right and that's, and that's useful, really what they that's want. That's useful because then you can go to big companies, you can get investors, you can say, look, I made this thing a track record proof. So that's why they always say, I just want you to play the game. Yeah. And, and also, not just for that, they, they put their souls into these things. That's why we like indie games, and especially the devs, like they want you to play their game. They've made this thing. Um, but they always say, look, I, if you wanted to support us, it's probably better if you buy the game. And I've asked a lot of different people across what's like five years. Yeah. Every time we've been to EGX. And again, I know it gets annoying. If any of you boys have been to all of those, you've heard me speak to these guys and say like, hey, if we were going to support you. You'll hear it this year as well. I'm going <laughs> to say it again this year. But I mean, we already know the answer. But if something changes, the first time we'll know about it is when an indie dev goes, actually, if you could get everybody to do it on uh, Game Pass, that'd be amazing. Because then there is actually an incentive and yeah. suddenly now I'll be like oh, hold on a minute what's going on with Game Pass so I'm trying to keep my finger on the pulse here um, end of the day we called it we've been calling it since it came out as a project um, pain yes 
Ah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Um, also, it's also the hypocrisy of like we're the small guys, man. We're getting everybody's like beating us up. We're the underdog. No, you're not. And then on the E3 stage, they're like we're the best game. Where the best games uh, come from? We're the best company. We make the best games because we think about the gamers for gamers for for gamers by gamers for the gamers. The other <laughs> thing is, so again, we hate hypocrisy, right? Yeah. I like an underdog. Yes. We'll love Rocky, right? Luke's an underdog in the fur in the New Hope. Like Jeez. we. My missus sprayed some of that bug killer thing. I was thing, wondering what that was. And it's just getting pumped into the thing because she sprayed it next to the AC. <laughs> we're going to die in here. Um, Luckily, we're not flies. <laughs> yeah, if, if, uh, so we can totally survive it. If um, if they came out and were like presenting themselves, not saying we're the underdog, not saying we're getting beaten up, but presenting themselves as like up and coming, overcoming hardships. Yeah. I can at least see that. There wouldn't be hypocrisy there. I can taste it. That fly stuff. Yeah. I'm just messaging my my chick. <laughs> like, was it out, out out there or outside? In the bathroom where she... I think oh. this flies... It's because it's warm in there. The flies obviously want to come in and whatnot. And she sprayed it in there. Now, um, yeah. Anyway. It, it happens. It happens. Um, <laughs> Xbox, man. One more bad thing, unfortunately, about Xbox before we go. There's more? Yeah. So and even I'm bored of ripping on them, and I've been proved right all the time. Um, this is five years of me saying, this doesn't work, it's not good, they're not making money. How many times have we been told, actually, they are making money? And they're like, well, why don't we have the numbers? Yeah. And they, why don't they tell us? Like, Sony tells you how many consoles it sold. Pete Hines was interviewed about his experience with... with uh, working with Xbox and what happened yeah. after the transition from Zenimax yeah. when they went over to Microsoft, etc., and stuff like that. And he had this to say. Oh, God. Oh that God. being said, Heinz also implied, this is a part from, a, from an article right here I'm reading from the middle. That being said, Heinz also implied that he was blindsided by Xbox's comments to bring Activision's games to Call of Duty to PlayStation and other platforms. This is talking about how open they are to bring... Uh, uh, games that they're going to acquire in the Activision Blizzard yeah. then goes through to PlayStation because he says uh, while Bethesda games remain strictly exclusive Heinz said that the messaging surrounding Call of Duty confused him since it was the opposite of what we were asked told uh, asked slash told to do with our with our other titles so at bethesda yeah heinz said that no one at xbox gave bethesda a heads up about the call of duty decision and that he thought phil spencer would explain in a, in an interview why the multi-platform approach is acceptable for activision games like call of duty but not for bethesda bethesda games like starfield or elder scrolls uh six yeah also does that mean he's just confirmed elder scrolls six is exclusive yeah First of all, I agree with that. I think it should be. It should be. That should be an announcement. But I love that even internally, they're like, okay, so you had all of... To us, to us, it was all, no, no, we're not making PlayStation games. That's stupid. Why would we do that? Yeah. And then publicly, you're like, yeah, of course, we're going to make multi-platform games. We're also going to play it for PlayStation. Why wouldn't we? We, yeah. we want everyone to play video so games. What it is is that as well? This is worse because this is a creative. Yeah, he's ju he just wants people to play his game. Yeah. he just wants people to play as many he games wants to make a thing as and many have it be seen by as many people as possible. Yeah, and then he's getting frustrated <laughs> by the higher ups who are hypocrisies all over the place, limiting his vision, limiting his reach. Yeah, and he's pissed <clears throat> off about it. No, I, I, I as we thought, all are. I thought my list was was full, but does that mean we now have proof of just awful management at every level? 
on every project. Is that what we're? I mean, that's the, what we is that what we're seeing? I just want to check for my list because there is that one tick box that hasn't been confirmed in the court of law. Hundred percent. Let me just tick that one. That's five years vindicated, boys. Called it. We. That's not me. Us. We called it. We've been calling it since day one. Mm -hmm. Not a good idea. Terrible way. They'll never be able to figure out how to uh, transition. They'll have to double down. And yes, they are trying to kill Sony. Yeah. Awfully. Terribly. These are like unnamed extra three going after John Wick at the minute. <laughs> right? This guy is a red shirt on a Star Trek mission. Yeah. Oh, it's not going to go well for you, Johnny. <laughs> but proof. Yeah. There it is. There it is. We told you. So none of you freaking correcting conversations actually... In a court of law, the definition is shut up. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, um, again, I don't even care that, like, we, we've always known, we've always said, the, the thing that I hate the most is hypocrisy. Yeah. If they'd been like, we're going to kill Sony, we're, we're coming after you. And then there's internal things saying, like, are we serious about this? Yeah, 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 I want all these little Japanese men to be homeless. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> At least they were honest with us. Yeah, this. yeah, cool. It's consistent messaging. It's not shocked Pikachu face yeah, if yeah. there's nothing to be it's, shocked about. It's pretty hardcore. I can't believe you put that in writing. But, like, fair play, you know? Like, okay, cool. I, I could at least, and again, maybe not respect it, but I'm like, ah, they did say that. They we'll have been saying that. Stab Shuhei Yoshida in his fucking adorable face. <laughs> and also, and this is something that I think people um, forget, is that, like, professionally, there's professionalism. But in, like, big business, like, um, you see it in, like, the Big Short and uh, Wolf of Wall Street, right? In real businesses, especially anything to do with sales, sales teams swear all the time yeah. including in internal official stuff right you wouldn't do it to clients you wouldn't do it to like your customers but you would yeah absolutely do it. so yeah. the guy was like i'm fucking serious we're gonna kill sony like that's normal internal speak yeah. <clears throat> so that doesn't shock me what bothers me is that they're like oh no we like sony of course yeah. we want to work with them we wouldn't hurt a flower of course we want this company to <clears throat> thrive and more people to play our video games yeah here's by the way here's our like his, use this for gardening it's just all salt you know, it's like, guys come on bs bro 2 writes into our discord server and he says so the ftc said that xbox tried to buy activision to take playstation out of business despite their many many articles stating that they are that was never their intention indiana jones and starfield were both coming to playstation but xbox cancelled those after the acquisition which is fine i guess they did say that they bought it to get exclusive games despite they said they'd mm. never buy games to take away from sony uh-huh yeah who believed that i know we didn't <laughs> <clears throat> uh new starfield news uh oh, oh he was talking about we talked about that as well is that 100 planets will have life on it uh yeah. the rest will be empty uh, and there's no vehicle 100 to is a lot as well I don't... it's all about how spaced out they are yeah. it's gonna feel like two <laughs> it's gonna, that's what yeah. the problem is um one of the things as well i want to know is like if there's some alien t-rex on a planet will it be on everyone's version of that planet or are they do those sorts of things that they procedurally generated or i think it's all procedurally generated mm. The problem is, is that I don't fully understand it though, because that's my point. I, like, we don't really know procedure generated would mean that it's random every time you go there, then, right? Yes. But then that doesn't work because, like I said, you like if you pick something up and you take it with you, right. It's gone. <clears throat> yeah. And when you go back, it should still be gone. So unless it's one of those procedure generated one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, in those games, we got like the fog of war. Yeah. But as you reveal the fog, it like rolls the dice. This is what you get, but it's locked in. Maybe it's like that. Maybe. Maybe. 
I don't know. It's weird. Um, he right. I want to read what he says here because he gets quite funny. Here he goes. Uh, the new Starfield news: only a hundred planets of life have no, life on them, and the rest of them will be empty. And you don't have a vehicle to explore them. Hey, man! If I wanted to see empty planets, I would have become an astronaut. <laughs> I personally don't see the point of exploring those planets for just money. Uh, if it wasn't fun, fun in Mass Effect, uh, Mass Effect's tiny areas on planets, it wasn't fun at all. <laughs> where there was actually something to do, uh, and you had a car, the, and it and it sure as hell won't be fun exploring when the whole planet is basically just a landscape. Uh, no intelligent races yeah. like in Star Wars, no Mass uh, and Mass Effect, just alien creatures. That's kind of meh, uh, and don't. <clears throat> uh, and not what I expected to expected, but there are going to. But I see what they're going to going for. Just makes it easier for me not to get the game. I guess. I'm not gonna say. Not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. That is a bit of a con. I'm not gonna yeah. Lie. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just quickly back to Mass Effect. I know you played a bit of ME1. Did you ever get to drive around in the Mako? In that, Mako, which is the car Mako. that it's like a big sort of tank type I feel car. Like I did. Yeah, yeah. That thing's. Just chaos. It's hilarious. It it's not like a warthog fun. No, 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 no. It's warthog is fun. Warthog's cha fun chaos. Yeah. This is like chaos. Why is it upside down? <laughs> all, chaos. The all the time. <laughs> all the time. I yeah, remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I wanted to know if you shared that experience. Good give you. That's um, one of the key Mass Effect experiences. So you've got some of the game. <laughs> um Games Master wrote in, he says, the Xbox showcase was surprising, awesome, and the Starford Direct uh, showcase blew me away. Uh, seriously considering buying an Xbox because of this, can't wait to see if the game lives up to the hype. Star Wars Outlaws uh, looks okay, but I'm not holding my breath considering it's got a Ubisoft logo attached to it. <laughs> I mean, the man's got fine and distinguished taste, despite subscribing to us. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a question mark there, yeah, but okay. <laughs> um, I'll be waiting for the reviews to deciding whether or not to buy it or I mean, not. That's how we'll be doing it as well. Mirage, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage looks mid as fuck. <laughs> In the meantime, I'm playing the Mafia games for the first time. Ooh. Yeah, bros like play. Diogo and stuff have always said those Mafia games are like Chef Kiss. And I just... Again, they follow us. How do they know what is Chef Kiss? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, for the first time, uh, with some having some serious fun with them. And I'm about to start the third game, and when it's done, I'm on to my first playthrough of Death Stranding. Keep it in your pants, Eddie. I don't know if I can. Ah! <laughs> well, that's pretty uh, exaggerated. <coughs> ah! Ah! Sorry. Ah! <laughs> um, Luckily, it's behind the laptop. You can't see that. I just, um, Jesus Christ. Well, I wanted to say, he says, quote, uh, Starfield Showcase blew me away, seriously, considering buying an Xbox because of this. But are you going to sell your PS5? Yeah, that's the only thing that matters. If you're not going to sell your PS5, what's the point in buying a, another console, right? We, we, first of all, we've always said we, we'd have both. I've, I have had both up until the 360. I want a world where we need both. And if Starfield is anything like what we hope it could be, if it's even half that good... And comes out working in a way that like cyberpunk is now, for example, because it could just be another cyberpunk. Please God, don't be. We're both. I think probably we're both consider. If we didn't have the the stream rigs, yeah. we're in a like privileged position because of you know you guys and you know we're men and white. That's the most important thing. The, Not women. The color of my skin and cisgender. Having as a well. penis, <laughs> you know, and that's why you're a good character. That's why people watch us. If we were Aloys, exactly. Um, 
if we didn't have the stream rigs, yes, I'd be looking at an Xbox One. I'd be eyeing one up. No, do you know what it is? I, me too. Like this game was so looked so good anyway. The presentation yeah. of it looked so good that I was like, man, I want to play this. Thank God I've got a PC because I really don't want to handle an Xbox controller. <laughs> I really don't. And also, it is a subpar experience. I, I was like, oh, 30 frames. Ah, but the PC is going to have 60. Right, exactly. But again, presuming we didn't have that, yeah. I would be eyeing up an Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, and and again, probably new. I wouldn't want a second-hand one because anybody that bought an Xbox One with nothing to play on it can't be trusted. Exactly. I'd have to get it new. <laughs> Luckily, they're available. <laughs> so, do you have any uh, Xboxes in stock? Well, let me have a look. The whole wall. <laughs> yeah. Did you want one in particular? <laughs> Can I have the third box, please? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any, mini money, much. Yeah. Um, Alan Wake BS Bro 1 says I'm over 11 hours through Star Trek Resurgence Here we go. at least they brought the game out and there's a game there yeah and he's playing something now and I haven't even got the achievement for finishing the first act out of 3 yet Jesus hmm. this is a long game uh, unless there's a <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm really enjoying it As just finishes <laughs> the game no achievements what the fuck <laughs> yeah just it, there's no achievements. It doesn't it, the, my zero out of a thousand. Doesn't still. know I played the game. Um, uh, as for what else I've played since the last episode, I got every achievement in Hoa and Machinarium, uh, and I beat the Portal duology at last. Uh, Portals are fantastic. Series oh, Portal, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love those games. I'm not really a puzzle type guy, but do you know what it is? It's um, it is the what's his freaking name who voices the bot um oh, the tall guy that yeah. guy steve merchant is his name steve merchant? merchant i think it's steve merchant i'll google it the really name. tall guy him and also gladys steve merchant yes yeah, yeah yeah i think it's steve merchant yeah. i'm thinking of and but gladys's voice is just, uh, just it's so good so iconic it's the, there's something about it that you just can't get away from um it's being fun i really this is going back to alan wake bs bro number one are we supposed to say that or can we just call him Alpha? Call him Alpha. <laughs> cool. Um, I was really surprised to like what we saw from the Starfield showcase as I had merely a passing interest in the game beforehand. We got some more Starfield news from Todd Howard at the uh, Kind of Funny podcast and I read a short Metro article uh, on what he mentioned about 10% of Plants Have Life, uh, No Matter. I'm just seeing is there anything in here that we haven't talked about. There's an in-game radio station, but only in one specific location. But only a specific location, so I guess places that are more populated, I guess. Yeah, AI companions are optional. What does that mean? As in, like, you could go through the game and not have one, or you can choose, yeah. choose not to have one? You you can go through the game and not have one. Um, so there's, they, they were showing the companions that you can have, and you do, like, team missions together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, You've got that one typical. robot as well and stuff yeah. like that. But you can also choose to do it solo if you wanted to. Okay, I mean, that seems like a weird thing to include because that's always been an option in yeah. the games. Okay, cool. But cool. I, I, love I thought you meant like you can just turn them off. Mm. Sorry, I must. I think I misread that. That's cool. Uh, there's a mix of generic, randomly generated side quests and handcrafted ones with more depth. Uh, this this all seems worrying with the exception of the companions. 10% of planets having life makes sense for the kind of game, but there needs to be other things planet side beyond grabbing resources to keep me... Uh, on the away missions, sure leave so I don't uh, just planet hop. Yeah. I said this in my video. I was like, 
the thing that I liked about it was the aesthetic. I think it looked really yeah. realistic, and and they pushed it just enough far enough ahead where it's like this seems futuristic enough, but still grounded within realism. Seems and life like we that can we're do in. this, but I recognize the world we live in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said in the video, it's like too much realism, and you become a simulator. Too little, and become fantasy. That part makes it seem like too much into realism. It's like yeah. I'm, I don't actually want to explore the galaxy. Yeah. Because the galaxy is empty. The galaxy has nothing interesting in there. Yeah. You've got to fill it with interesting it's stuff. Big, it's, it's cold a video. It takes a hundred years to get. It takes you six months to get to Mars. Right. That's not fun. You're that's also, a serious commute. That's to work. where the video game comes into. That's where you got to yeah. fill it with good stuff. So there you go. Yeah. Um, side note. I've been absolutely loving the wider outpouring of love for Remedies games and excitement for Alan Wake 2 in the recent months. It was awesome to see the out of out of all the most anticipated games, the voting outlet selected Alan Wake 2 as the singular most anticipated playable game from Summer Games Fest. Um, what they've shown us looks to be a drop in the like ocean <laughs> from the, God damn it. <laughs> from the demo behind closed doors and reviews and interviews ah. sounding uh, surrounding that, uh, I can't wait. And yet, I'm definitely not going to be ready for when it actually drops. Alan Wake is not my cup of tea. Come on. It's going to be so good. It's gonna be, I genuinely think it's going to be probably one of the best games of the year <laughs> when it comes out. It's just not my thing. What I liked about Control was basically <clears throat> being a god. Uh. Because it takes away the fear element what did you just type in i remembered what what the issue was with this game the release date three days before spider-man ah uh, yes oh uh, yeah i did forget <laughs> that i remember being like oh no <laughs> poor alan wade <laughs> oh, like so on that note right what i loved about control was the the superpowers basically yeah. you, you do become like an infamous style super person yeah. um, or like if you're Superman and you're in a zombie apocalypse you're not afraid Yeah, same sort of deal with, with uh, Control Alan Wake way too scary for me like way too creepy you're just an FBI agent way too creepy <laughs> exactly you're just a guy you're a, a guy so too creepy for me um, also hopefully actually worse you're a girl even worse even worse what's the point of playing scare rid of it um also, that's another point. I forgot. Control's an incredible game, and Jesse's the main character. There's not enough women in video games, bro. Also, she's flawed. Jesse's flawed. Yeah. Like, she just... Makes also, her interesting. Yeah, it makes her interesting, and she's constantly like, why am I doing this? Why should I... This is stupid. Let's not do this. Like, she's always... Good character. Besides yeah. the point. Um, I kind of, in the nicest way to Alan Wake, I want it to bomb because Spider-Man's next to it, so I don't have to constantly be reminded about it. <laughs> And Alpha will be like, you should play it. And I'll be like, bro, I only sold like five copies. So, I feel like, so sorry for Alpha. Because yeah, he, the things he likes are so niche. And then the one the time is, something though, great that comes out is going to be totally overshadowed by Spider-Man. So it's going to be like, it's a great game. Look, it got really good reviews. But no one's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to get Horizon, but even worse. Because at least Horizon is Horizon. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like it, it's, it's it had the backing on, of Sony ponies, right, which right. kept it going for and a bit. And it's plastered on like PS5 like boxes and, and everything, right? <laughs> and that's the worst thing. And, like Alan Wake is two gonna examples. have Sam Lake. That's it. He, yeah, right, exactly. He like the two examples he gave: Star Trek Resurgence, a game so niche that it got delayed, and they just didn't bother telling you when until they were like, "Should we tell people what the one guy?" Yeah, it's gonna get delayed. Just <laughs> let Alpha know we're delaying it. When should I tell him it's ready? 
He'll be ready when it's ready. He's the only one looking here. He'll know. Like and then Alan Wake, which again, like relatively niche, it's gonna be an incredible game. Two days before Spider Man, that's just I love everyone in our community, right? Each one of them have we have our own private jokes with each one of them. I love that Alpha is an addition to our community because we don't get these jokes without him. (laughs) It's it's so good. And and as well, we find out about games that we're um I mean, pretty serious gamers. We don't have all the time in the world to game, but we tend to stick to generally mainstream stuff mm. in general. I think Stray is probably the most niche thing I've played in a long time. So, yeah, I did play House Flipper 2 the other day. Yeah, yeah, I saw your stream. Did, was, was that really any good? Fun, really fun, yeah. yeah. Um, Alpha plays some really interesting stuff, and I want to get to find out that these games at least get made. You know, and so I really appreciate that. And two, he's constantly getting shit on by the market as a whole, and it's fantastic, and he never loses hope, which is even better. He's Superman. He just never loses hope. Never. <laughs> the whole world is against you. No! I'm yeah. still going to say like, This game's going to be amazing. I know, because they didn't even tell me when they were delaying it until... <laughs> they just delayed it. Also, they, for the record, if you guys don't know the story about Resurgence, Star Trek Resurgence, they did delay the game after missing their release date, and then later delayed the game and didn't tell you when. They just were like, we missed release. Three, four days later, like, yeah, we're delaying it. <laughs> it's like your, your mum saying she's going out to get food. She comes home. I'm going to go find dad. He went still, to get milk. Still no food. And then the next day they tell you, oh yeah, uh, food's delayed. It's coming later. So what? So, but, but you, but. Yeah. That's never happened in the history of video games and we need it's to so preserve perfect. it. It's so perfect. Oh, Boys, okay. Let's see, who's next? Uh, I think that's everyone, actually. Did we read um, Tears thing? I think we did. I yeah, think we did. I yeah, yeah. I read Tailgate. I remember that. And Giuseppe. So, I mean, we've pretty much covered it. I'm just going to yeah. check. What are your thoughts on Starfield? It seems too good to be true, like a No Man's Sky on steroids. That's a good. I'm going to come back to that. I hope for the Xbox gamers that uh, it, it's uh, really good, but I'm starting to get skeptical again about this game. So, No Man's Sky is exactly my th- concern about it. You know, when I said it's too big. And I think it was... Um, was it? No, bear with me, bear with me. Was <laughs> it Alpha or Games Master? Somebody, no, I think it was Alpha, said um, yeah, there's got to be more to it than just getting resources on these side planets. got to keep me invested. But it won't be. You're going to be going to side side planet side, those little planets just for resources and leaving mm. so again hopefully there's that fast travel if you get too far away from your thing that's going to be a chore um i do genuinely have concerns about that like also look 10 percent doesn't sound like a lot if the world is huge but then the question is how much do i have to sort through to get to those 10 percent? if it's mm. like for example night city you know we'd said that like we wanted everything to be openable but but there is a lot to do in each one of the sections. Mm. You know, it's not like loads of skyscrapers you can never interact with. There is stuff to do, gangs and, and missions, right? It's busy. I'm concerned that you're going to get to like multiple star systems and there won't be anything to do in any of them. Or you, there'll be 
10 star systems with 10 planets, you know, average, yeah. one planet you can interact with. So uh, I really hope that's balanced. I hope so. Question, just <clears throat> final question on that Starfield thing, because the comment that Giuseppe made was, I'm starting to get skeptical again. Hmm. You getting that at all? Yes, actually. Okay. So this is the thing. <clears throat> I do have my moments of optimism again. As much as like... I went from optimism to a bit more jaded yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I still do have that core inside me because it is who I am at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw that, uh, when I saw that uh, direct, I was so full of optimism. I made that video, which is like a, a, a clear sign that I like something if I'm yeah. de determined enough to make a video yeah, for yeah. it. Um, but then as slowly started to creep out, it's like, okay, 30 FPS, that's a bit of a downer, but at least that doesn't affect me. So I'm, I'm cool there, but right. a lot of people will still get to play it that way. Um, then it was like oh, only 10% well, so I think of it's the telling that a problem that won't affect you still bugs you about the game exactly because yeah. I care about how this is going to come out and how most people are going to play it well a lot yeah. of people are going to play it um, and then the 10% of the planets and then like the no drivable stuff it's like, is that is that going to work is that not going to work and then it made me and then it, the, the creeping thought went back into my head where I was like did they just pull off a really good showcase and that's what's happened here that maybe it isn't as good as we, we yeah, hope yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be and that they just did a really good showing of the best bits of the game. Also, like the, the no car thing, for example, that's an easy fix. You patch in a car, and then you just have like a few different designs for buggy holders, and then it just you, you land and it drops a buggy down, and suddenly like it turns out that was a bad idea. We've added the car. Uh, maybe that's a bigger deal than I'm making out. It doesn't seem like it would be huge. Um, I mean, they've... They, they must be able to figure out a basic car, right? It doesn't have to be amazing. It just has to be fast uh, travel. I think the only thing is is that working out how does it work? Like, how do you... How does it get there? Is it with you on the ship? Then do you need a cargo bay for the for the car? Then do you need to come up with a customization for the car? Does the car work everywhere? Is it the same as it, some places yeah. might have lower gravity than versus other places? Does it work the same? And there's probably a lot that goes into it that we yeah, just yeah, don't think about. Yeah, if you want to make it, about. like, realistic and stuff. And I the, didn't think about the gravity, actually. Is that going to be a thing? Are there going to be some planets that you jump I around? Know. I mean, if uh, yeah. the amount of realism they're putting into other stuff, you think that they're going for that, but who knows? Yeah, maybe. It maybe. might not work in terms of... That might be one of those things where it's like, okay, but it is a game still. So yeah. if we go this far realistic, then it's too much and it's unfun. Yeah. So... With you. But if they haven't thought of that, and they've decided, I don't know, it's just totally questions. Yeah, there's still so, many, so much stuff we don't know about. So yeah, with, <clears> with you. Cool. But I do have some of those seeding doubts right there, as you say right now. Cool. That's everything, bro. Yeah, buddy. <clears throat> we have discussed everything that I, we uh, we had planned to discuss today. We're fully disgusting. <clears throat> we are very disgusting. We're, we're disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't get over that that Bobby Kotick or Activision wanting more money from Xbox simply to make the game exist. That's that should the be is, the moment where they're like, because I'd like to think when they came up with the idea of Game Pass. They went, okay, what are the pros and cons of this? Pros, we probably get a lot of people on because it's a low-cost way of yeah. getting in there. Didn't work out, unfortunately. It got some people, but not everyone. And then they went, what are the cons? <clears throat> well, no one wants to buy a game anymore. That's something we have to accept. No one's going to pay for a game anymore. They obviously never got that far in Surely, yet. right? Because that's the most obvious con. That's yeah. the most obvious con. But I bet they didn't think of this. Yeah, oh, yeah. They didn't think... 
third parties are going to make us pay them yeah. so they can make the game for our console. And what do we get in return? Simply that it exists on our console. So we don't get the bad press that these guys pulled out of Xbox. If Call of Duty pulled out of Xbox, that's the end. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. They can't... Because Xbox they're is in like a stronghold. the sponsor of MLG. Not MLG. It's called something else now, but... Uh, I don't know what it's called. Uh, major, you know... Pro game, yeah. It's just, it sponsors like COD events, or it tries to. But literally, strong arming them into make you have to pay. I think it's delicious on two two fronts because one <clears throat> proof all these giant companies are just fueled by like the worst of the worst type of people, and two, it's more vindication, right? That their console is doing so poorly that, and that their model is doing so poorly, and this isn't like oh we don't sell Xboxes. No, you you made it incentivize people not to get them. <clears throat> And not to buy stuff that they were like, yeah, it's maybe not even really worth it being on your console. Yeah. And then we have all these shitty little kids uh, tweeting us about stuff like, maybe we don't even give us some more money. I bet that this was the catalyst for them to buy Activision Blizzard because they were like, Ooh. instead of us paying, make up a random number, number yeah. billion a year, yeah, billion a year for this to be on our console. Probably a very high number. Don't pay attention to yeah, that. Absolutely way too high, Whatever the number is to be on Ving, we just buy them out. We buy them out. It's going to cost a ton of money, but there are upsides to that. We have this company. Yeah, we we've have got this all these product. great games to, have... to kill. <laughs> we, we could put it all on Game Pass and let it die. We could put, but that's what I mean. That they had that discussion, yeah. and I could believe that that was the reason why they wanted to go for this in the first place. Also, that idea, of like... and that's probably why they're fighting so hard because they're like, "What if we go back to the status quo? Then fuck, we have to." For right. the next five years, we've got this much money well, that we have to pay. <laughs> what's super ironic is that... We would rather do 10-year deals with everyone than have to pay for this fucking thing. It's super ironic that the idea of them buying COD and then making it free and COD's biggest moneymaker is a free COD. And they can make it make money. But Microsoft can't figure it out, you know? Anyway, besides the point. And on that note... One thing I did want to say. Uh, yeah. One... There's like a pro, a good way of seeing this is a bad way of seeing this, whatever it was. So <clears throat> PlayStation Showcase was terrible. Absolute dog shit. Right. There were some things in there that you may be interested for, whatever. Like it was a lot of CG trailers, whatever. It didn't it didn't scratch anyone's itch. It was awful. No. Xbox Showcase had some good games in it and then they had Starfield at the end. So it seemed like it was a good showcase. The two differences is that... <clears throat> Xbox, we now know everything that they're going to be bringing out. Yeah. There are no more surprises and... There's nothing there that's really that interesting. I mean, Fable might be turn out to be but cool. We don't have any gameplay. We don't have any gameplay of it. Uh, Avowed looks bad in my opinion. Clockwork Revolution looked good. Clock, yeah, that yeah. Looked good. Um, and Starfield. They there's, have nothing in the chamber. There's nothing secret. There's, there's nothing, nothing in the works. Exactly. Yeah. PlayStation, however, there was a ton of shit that they just didn't show. All of those first-party studios that are working on stuff. So at least they have that in there. They're, yeah, they're like, yeah. okay, there could be these big bangers coming in the future. With Xbox, it's all out on the table for the next like four or five years. That's really depressing as well. It? it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. The other thing is, I feel like <clears throat> it doesn't feel like there's anything new coming from Xbox, you know, AAA new titles. And it feels like Sony's at least going to try and do that. Whether or not they forget that they're good or not, right? But they've got these studios and they're like, we're going to be bringing out was it 10 triple a's over the course of the life cycle yeah. they said so like 10 life service games and 10 life service yeah so like <clears throat> why do we not know about any additional projects what's the point of buying these companies if all they're going to get out of them is what they're currently working on yeah 
and again proof like we went back to death loop about we've i've always said i think one of the big issues is they cannot project manage anything or people manage death loop made by uh was it bethesda uh Ar no, not Ar who made who made death loop was it arcane no it wasn't arcane bethesda was it bioware okay. death <coughs> loop <laughs> God, our memories, man. It was Arcane Studios. I thought it was Arcane, yeah. Okay. Proof that Arcane, I mean, again, no one doubts the talent. One managed properly, one not. Commun proper communication, proper decision making, they come up with a good game. Not my, I have to say it every single time, not my kind of game. Very well received. People enjoyed it, right? It worked, at least. Bosses could walk down the stairs and stuff, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, pr proof everything we've been saying is right we got really lucky on that one i don't know when the next uh, <laughs> thing we're gonna get right is coming up it's gonna be another 10 years yeah it's like a i'm watching a, a for all mankind right now okay so it's like a space uh, yeah. like nasa going to mars nasa going to the moon yeah, stuff yeah. Like. you need to wait for the next cycle to come around like when you can launch to go to the moon and stuff right, like right, that. Right. you miss the window you're done <laughs> Go away for the next side. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you all for tuning in for this episode of the True Gamer Podcast. Yep. We appreciate all of your support. We, we appreciate you guys coming to talk to us. Let us know in the comment section how you feel about the topics that we yeah. mentioned. And uh, we'll Let see. Let us you know guys if you made one. it all the way to the real end because we ended the podcast like four times along the way. Like usual, <laughs> right? We did, we did that last time as well. We just kept going and going. All right, guys. Catch you on the next, next one, one bro. See you later. We, we're still going back. Do the sound effects. You're only 10% of the sound effects. Okay. <laughs>